On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about some hot new games. Jeff reads some hilarious messages from our listeners on the Instagram inbox, and then we end the show with our top five party games. Stay tuned. Episode 70 of the Gamecasters, the show that has to find a new running joke to stick to now that episode 69 is in the rearview mirror. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but you can damn well expect it's going to sicken you. So if you haven't heard us before and this is your first time ever listening, I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Run. Run fast and run free. Don't you dare look back. And once you're far enough away, throw your phone and headphones into the water and keep running. Maybe even get a disguise, because let me tell you, if you don't, we will find you. We will snatch you up by the lobes and hold your eardrums hostage until you're such a freaking junkie that you'll be begging us for more content, and pretty soon you'll have given us all your money for that one more hit that you need, and then you won't be able to eat, and before you know it, you can only afford dog food. And do you know what dog food tastes like, do ya? It tastes just like it smells. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. So a little note about us. Here at the Gamecasters, we like to be incredibly prepared. We have scripts for shows multiple years in advance. Jeff has done a reel with 5,000 different possible games that could come out, and we just record for months with these different potentials. And so as soon as Monkey Business, Curious George applies for a small business loan, the board game comes out, we slap our intro music on it and send it out the door. Yes, the episode you're listening to right now was recorded back in 2011, five years before the first episode ever aired, which Jeremy and I recorded back in 1998, a year before the Backstreet Boys wanted it that way. In reality, we're often scrambling to the last second to come up with something to talk about, a little mystery to figure out. So what I do is something we call in the industry, stalling for time. Yes, right now, as I'm speaking, Jeff and Natalie are in a frenzy of fornicating preparation, putting the beginning touches on their content they hope they won't have to start with until hour two. Natalie's nook is just Natalie's nuh at this point, and the Instagram inbox is just three texts from Jeff's wife manipulated into random Instagram names nobody will question. <laughs> oh, Jeff's cutie booty XOXO says, my favorite game is monkey business. Curious George applies for a small business loan in the board game. <laughs> Bullshit. We know that's just Devin. So what you can expect, dear listener, is three tiers south of mediocre content dressed up in my fanciest radio voice that makes you think there's something here. And there is. Fluff. Nonsense. Gibberish. And we're asking you to pay us money for it. And some of you do, suckers. <laughs> but really all I feel is the sobering sting of regret each time I sit down in front of this microphone and think to myself, damn, I could be masturbating right now. Oh my God. I'm with the show. <laughs> to get things started today, we're going to ask Jeff and Natalie some questions. Are you guys ready for some questions to be asked to you? I, I don't know. care if you are. Is, Did you know this was coming? No. He didn't tell me anything about this episode. That's right. <laughs> Did you in there say that Natalie and I were fornicating? Was that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I said oh. preparation, but I needed it to be an F, so I All said right. preparation. I thought you, st- I was like, did okay. he stumble, like, did he mess up, or did he mean to say preparation? In your face, he did not mess <laughs> nope, up. Nope, I didn't. Yeah. Boom. Hell no. First I know what I'm doing. I always re- remember that story you told about your, uh, your Respects Howard class. Which one? When everyone laughed at you, but the teacher everyone, was like, look how like, he doesn't oh, stumble Oh, yeah, so what she's talking about is, so I used to, I still do. I think you told it on the podcast. Never mind. So yeah, question number one. <laughs> If you punch yourself and it hurts so bad, are you weak or are you strong? Where am I punching myself? Like punch yourself in If the I face. punch myself in the face. Are you and you say and it hurts real bad. Are you weak I or think, are you strong? I think you're strong. strong. But you're like, ah, okay, no. fine. All right, no, you're okay. You're strong because one, 
You punched yourself so hard, <laughs> and two, list. you took yeah. it. Like if you were weak, you, you, would, you wouldn't have punched yourself what so if hard because you you'd be scared. <laughs> you're sensitive. What if you crying doesn't mean you're weak? Oh, FYI. all right, we're getting into some. Listen uh, here, manly Ryan. Yeah, I know. Okay. Everybody can cry. It's okay. I have not cried since I was birthed. <laughs> it means you're. And even brave. then, the doctor was like, "Pussy." <laughs> <laughs> Question two: How important do you have to be to be assassinated versus just murdered? Oh, very important. Like presidential level. Yes, but you have to be like royalty or presidential below, level. So that's it. Nothing below that you can be assassinated. Well, is I it agree. The difference yep, that's is that it. you're somebody was paid. To murder you? No. no. Really? If I pay you $5 to murder Jeff, you, you have not assassinated Jeff. Yeah. You murdered him. You're just a murderer. You just oh. murdered him. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you have to be important. Yeah, I think so too. But I wonder, like, can, like, LeBron James be assassinated? <laughs> I If LeBron James was murdered, <laughs> would the headline be LeBron James, LeBron James assassinated? James assassinated? <laughs> no, you're right. I no. Feel like I don't think I think it's got to so. be some political power. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, a political it's power political thing. political or, like... Somebody who's LeBron like James is assassinated some, at thirty five. But, yeah. like, but maybe like if LeBron James was like, like going into like, I don't know, not much about Politics. basketball, but like, like no, like some big playoff Wait, game. You said and LeBron, it would, it's LeJon Brames. You know that, right? <laughs> and it would like change like LeBron something big, you know, and alter like the world the in some way. Then I think yes, he would be assassinated. But if it's just like. Oh, this basketball. So like if like the Olympics, murdered. like oh, U.S. can't win the Olympics now because John Brames was assassinated. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the political. One. I agree. I think that's yeah. what it is. I think it's political. It's like part of a political. coup, maybe. I think it's fine. I like the example of the uh, the newspaper headline. The newspaper LeBron headline. James assassinated. LeBron James assassinated. <laughs> Question three: Why is the object of golf to play the least amount of golf? <laughs> Well, that's why I play the most amount of golf. I want to get my money's worth. I'm not going to some fucking course and paying $85, and I'm not only going to hit the ball 70 times. I'm going to hit it a couple hundred because I'm getting my money's worth. You're on the green after one. So you you like you drive and you get on the green on like a par four, and you're like, fuck. No, fuck that. I'm going to throw oh, my yeah. golf I'm ball back. You know what I, I'm not. I'm going to take my time and get my money's worth on the golf course. Do you know how many times this last time I played golf? I was like playing actually really well and I got on the green in two and then I just had to like two putt to get a par. But what do I do? Like, I, I like paid sixty dollars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You want your money's worth. You got every shot matters. There was just some stat a while ago that was like Tiger Woods gets paid, you know, like a million dollars a shot. And I'm like, you should just take more shots right, then. More yeah. shot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's awesome. Number four. Question four. Is your answer to this question no? Yes. <laughs> Natalie? No. All right. That's two it's different It's not, so what's your answer to it? No. <laughs> Is that right? I like that, actually. Yeah, that was a good one. That actually kind of worked. Number five, question five. If Cinderella's shoe fit perfectly, then why did it fall off? She's running. Your shoes can run off? It's it's a, it's, it doesn't, doesn't have shoelaces. No laces. No laces. No laces. It's glass. glass. Yep. And it's a slipper. Yeah. yeah, just because if it's made of ridiculous material, she was running. Glass up, is slippery. Up it's an absurd material. That, that we yeah, should that not is, expect yeah. should hold up to the friction. She was in yeah, of, of sprinting down the stairs. Down the stairs. Yeah. Up the sweat stairs. on down her feet. Yeah, down the stairs. She's leaving. Yeah, she's the leaving the ball. She's like fuck, 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 and fuck, 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 fuck. And her feet are sweating, and she's wearing glass slippers, so it slips off. Yeah, I agree with that. Slippers. Next question. Next number. Question number six. What was the first man who milked a cow trying to do? <laughs> was he like, I'm horny as shit. Get off. Wife yeah. Sleeping. I'm going to. No. Chop, 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 Here's chop, what I think. Okay. All of a sudden, this cow had these like udders that were like bursting. And he's like, 
there what there must be something in there that I must release. Should I drink this? And then he like yeah. starts squeezing it and it's stuff. Let me put my out, mouth on like, this. He's like, oh, this tastes delicious. I don't know. <laughs> it's story. Like he squeezed it and it was like all over his face. Oh, wow. I thought it was, it was white milky pus. stuff. Oh, we're okay. all over yeah. his face. Hey, oh, it's milk. Left turn. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, mm, I'll be honest. Oh, that's good. I don't like milk and I find it disgusting. Like the fact so you're that not going to drink milk directly milk directly from a cow's teat? What's wrong with you? I don't drink milk no matter what. It's just so gross. Like thinking where it came from. And okay, like, then that means you can't have anything. You can't have, eat anything. All right, well, you can't have chicken because it comes from a ch- And this chicken was raised. This poor little baby chicken no, grew up to be like a she bigger chicken. Say, and then they chopped its head skin. off and murdered it and ripped all its feathers out. No, yeah. that's but now, different. <laughs> oh, that's different. It doesn't gross her Here's out. Here's the thing. Here's she's the cool thing. with the assassination yeah, of the chicken. Yeah, she's cool with the assassination of the chicken. I'm grossed yeah. out by anything like, 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 like mucusy. Chicken Caesar. Like, mucusy. like that. Like white, creamy, mucusy, milky. Blah. Well, then, that's it not what you said last night. Oh. <laughs> you like ranch dressing? Yes. Oh, what about I mean, mayo? You don't like mayo. She I hates mayo, mayo with what else, what fiery hot what white creamy things. Sour cream is like... I can tolerate it, but it's not like my thing. My thing. I don't have, I don't have a shirt or anything. Bump sticker. All right. Well, that's a good one. All right. Question seven. The final question. What's up with you, Jeff? Oh, um, not much. So yesterday we we all went to a little get together. Yeah, we did. And at that get together, I feel like I've completely <laughs> lost my voice. Agreed. And we both sound like Barry White. You both are yelling a lot. I, I just want to like <laughs> really guys. be on like a smooth jazz station. <laughs> <laughs> 98.7. Your go down Jump and active. Bone smooth Jeff jazz. <laughs> so I'm trying to fight through that a little bit with a little bit of like head congestion. So if I sound awful, it's because I no, am. No, no, no. This makes our voices I sound am. way better. Way Sounds better. Sexy. Listen to us. <laughs> yeah. Let, oh, so, wait, hey, wait, wait, wait. How low can you go? I don't know. You want to have a talking like this contest? You want to have a talking like this contest? <laughs> I the go, entire show. Can you go lower than this? No. I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this can is something the... that might uh, embarrass Devin, but the first time she came. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> that probably would embarrass. <laughs> yeah, um, we were last night. <laughs> uh, I was. I think I was watching one of Jim Gamer's like, Instagram lives or something like that. He was talking. Yeah. And Devin was like, Oh, he sounds sexy. Ooh. I'm like, ooh. Oh, I think you told Jim us this Gamer. before. So Jim Gamer sounds good. You got He's a sexy. I wonder man. if he had that deep, then British accent. Well, How would that sound? A deep British accent, yeah. A bottle of water. <laughs> a bottle of water. Like I don't low. know if that sounds I good. Do it lower. <laughs> a bottle of water. You got a bottle of water You know who has like me? a deep English A bottle accent? of water. It doesn't. It's, it's, like, getting, it's getting worse. <laughs> does Jason Statham have like a deeper like accent like voice maybe there's a can i tell a real funny story real quick yep wait no a real quick story that's real fun no it's not that funny but it's funny medium okay. funny it's kind quick of story. it's kind of funny, funny quick story okay long. all right so here we go so one time me and uh a friend of mine chris we were at this piano bar that does not matter the destination does not matter we're in this sketchy kind of neighborhood it was in pontiac, pontiac right and so we're in this sketchy kind of like area and it's kind of like late and we pull into this parking lot because the uh parking lot for the piano bar was full already and so we pulled into this like adjacent like parking lot, orthogonally though, not diagonal. Okay, yep. Yeah. And so we get in the spot and we're like the only one in there, and this huge guy, this guy comes up to us. And dude, he was like muscles upon muscles. His muscles had muscles. muscles. And so he's like walking up to the car, and we're like, oh fuck, oh fuck. We're dead. Like, what? Yeah, like yeah. what's gonna happen? He knocks on the window and he's like, hey, can you please park over here? <laughs> <laughs> He that's was great. This huge yeah. dude. And I he had like this like little tiny little voice. Having a big guy having you know a small what? voice. Somebody, uh, that's what I think about like David Beckham. 
Yeah, like, he's got a small You never hear voice. him talk, but you know, he like and then he always does, has like, his shirt off. And he's like, oh, really? Yeah. Good. Oh, I don't know if I've ever heard him talk. His voice is way up there. His voice makes his attractiveness go way down. Is it like the opposite of the guy that sings Chocolate Rain? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. It's totally like the opposite. Although that, that's not his real voice, but right. No. But yeah, it's totally yeah. like that. Yeah, I scored the goal today. It was very that's nice. Funny. Yeah, it's like, oh, I just want to look at you. Don't talk. <laughs> Close your mouth. Don't talk. She says that to me all the time. <laughs> no. Except she doesn't say the part where I want to look at you. She just says, "Don't talk. <laughs> Don't talk to me." <laughs> and I'm like, "What about now? Ooh, do you like Ooh. this? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> we'll be right back." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, continue, Jeff. What's up with you? Oh, yeah. The so party. we we oh, right, right, got right. together. We had um, our annual Christmas party that was canceled last year. We moved it to the summer. So we did like a Christmas in July sort of party. Yep. And we're going to do this again in the winter to kind of. So we, we can, made up for last year. So we've been caught 100% up. 100% caught up. Um, but this was cool because we were all outside. We got to play like yard games. We played yeah. Can Jam, which is probably the best yard game ever game invented agreed. if we have a yard game top five that that's will it. be at the top of our Can't list. there's not even a list time, to make but it's still fun that's what's f- that's part of the fun it is. unless you're playing with niv then, 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 then you bleed yeah me it's not okay when thing. the frisbee goes into your knees and doesn't stop yeah stays there yeah but he aims at the can so he hits it so hard and he's it's, usually right dead on too yeah but yeah if you oh being on his team is not good no we lucked out yeah but then we do we always do like a white elephant where everybody brings garbage from their house and then exchanges it for other garbage yep so I actually ended up with Ryan's garbage. Yep, my garbage. So I opened Jeff. up the present that Ryan brought, which was a mystery box. I always do a mystery of, box, and I lied about it. Yeah, he was like, "There's yeah. no mystery he was like, box." Don't tell anybody. And then I opened it up, it. and there was a mystery <laughs> box with a penis drawn on it, of course. Yep. yep and seen. so I was offended. So at the you know, later date, <laughs> so Ryan will have it. Ryan will have to <laughs> apologize to me, right? Like at the wedding. On next, on the next party. Yeah, on the next party, you have to apologize. Dave's gonna be like, you know, Jeff. Jeff needs you to say sorry. He's really upset about that dick you, you drew. drew a dick on it. Yeah. It was a dick fish, too. Yeah, it was swimming. <laughs> yeah. And um, in the box was some uh, some change. Yeah. Some rolled coins. Rolled up coins. Some courtesy yeah, of my up, father. Rolled hey, up coins. Yep. For you there was a, I got a crisp $5 bill. Oh, yeah. It's paying the I dips. got um, a. But wait, the, tell them with a $5 bill how that how that happened. So there was a, a box inside the box that says, please give this box to either Jeff or Devin And Madigan. it would have been so much funnier if someone else yeah, someone not, ended yeah, up with the box, yeah. you know, and then they're like, wait, yeah. I got to give this. this so thing I got the box that was supposed, oh, I, I gave the box that was, had my name on it to Devin. So Devin opened it yep. and it was uh, the Nintendo Wii that Ryan borrowed about eight years ago from us. <laughs> it's perfect because so it was he's returning anyway, it. right? Yeah, it was hers. So we, he returned it to her. Um, I got a, what was it? A 2D, what, a Nintendo? A 2DS. A 2DS. Yep, a 2DS. And uh, the fire stick from Natalie and Ryan's bedroom. Yep. <laughs> and then Natalie was like, you gave away our fire stick. <laughs> So I have that. It was pretty great. That was that. That was really. Yeah, was, it's always yeah. a really fun. The, the our our friend group is very creative and comes up with some really funny presents or themes or things like that. And it's just the entire party is just so fun. It's just from one start to constant loud laughter. Yeah, that's like all it is is just someone saying something, the rest of the group laughing, and then just boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. a pain, it's yeah. like a pain, it's like a. A pinball machine. Yeah, it's They're great. Just hilarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually ended up, Ryan got like a really nice gift. Yeah, you did. Oh my God. From that was Dave from Terry. Dave, yeah. Dave and Terry. Oh, we, I'm so happy we got that. Yeah, that was I awesome. did not think that was going to land with, with the, because I usually walk away with like, like what Jen, <laughs> so Jen, uh, Joe Jitsu's wife, Joe Jitsu is Deepwater Joe. Yeah. Deepwater <laughs> I'm Joe calling Jitsu. him Joe Jitsu now. Deepwater, Deepwater Joe Jitsu. Yeah. Uh, she, she, gets, so she picked one of the big presents. And now, People typically bring garbage. 
Yeah. So picking a big, and I warned her, <laughs> picking bad. a big present is usually the wrong move because if big it garbage. sucks, you got to take that home. Yeah, it's full of junk. But she opened this one big present, and I think it was the yeah, it was the, the thing. It was these uh, awesome, like hand carved Michigan like yeah cutting like, boards, cutting serving boards, platters. Serving board yeah. They're so beautiful. And so I was like, okay, you did it. And then it got stolen immediately, right by Ben, I think. Yeah. And then so then she had to open another present, which she. Then picks the second biggest one that was there. Yep. And again, I warn her, like, don't do that. And of course, that's the one finger? that had that was it. the old routers, cable boxes. Yeah. And, like, you know, socks. Not, yeah. yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was like, it was not good. And then stuff. you're screwed. And so the rule is you don't have to keep the stuff, but you can't keep it there. You have yeah. to take it home. So everyone just walks away with it. So sometimes you get shit like that. Sometimes you get a, a Nintendo 2DS. Mm-hmm. Boom. You never know what's going to happen. I Winnie. got a bag of Starburst. Three little mini bottles of alcohol and a five dollar gift card to Forever Twenty One. Let me ask you, your favorite <laughs> store. Th- that's the only place I've, you go to. I don't think I've been there in like twelve years. You need to go to Forever Thirty Four. <laughs> I tell it the last time I so like Forever Twenty One. You know, it's for like twenty one really young year olds. people. Yeah. Oh. And the last, I thought, I thought it's for old people who want to stay. That's 21. what I thought. You're Forever Twenty One, and this well, is Forever Twenty One. Come to the store. You're Forever Twenty One. When I stopped, I you're stopped going 21. there. When the last time I bought like a dress from there, it was like so short. I was like, you're gonna see like my underwear. So I use it now as like a bathing suit you cover. Still have that dress? Yeah, I want to see that. It's underwear. a bathing suit cover up now because I'm like, I can't wear this like for Damn, real. We'll be right back. <laughs> Ryan needs a break. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> Does this look like a superhero? Yeah. Oh, I it thought does. it looked like the a, So I have a yeah. I have a uh, toilet pa- no paper towel roll. Paper towel roll. Now I was gonna take a picture of it. I was gonna paper boom, the <laughs> for the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Here, put it on. Put it on Instagram. Instagram. And we'll make it a story and see if people Don't think it looks like it. a superhero. Yeah. Okay. So what we're what, what Natalie's doing is taking a picture here. Okay. So that's oh that's beautiful. Yep. Put that on Instagram. Yeah, it's on Instagram right now. Um. So yeah, this party was was fantastic. Everybody got together uh, and we exchanged gifts, and then we just kind of played backyard games and ate food. Yeah, and yeah, had a bunch of food. It was it was, it was it was a great, great time. time. Yeah, it was a great time. What's up with you, Natalie? Oh, so the I've been meaning to mention this on the podcast for the last couple episodes, and I kept forgetting. Um, there was one day back in June Ooh, that I many got days a back in June. random. There's thirty of them. I got a random <laughs> voicemail. From somebody and the the phone like the phone number said 30. unknown yeah. and so I was like listening to it and I was like what the heck is this and I want to play it for you because it's really wait weird. so you just got a straight phone sorry you got a phone call yeah. from an unknown number that yeah. left you a voicemail yes. right okay and, and I All saved right. the voicemail to play on the podcast make sure it's on speaker all right here we go hi my name's Joe I don't know you I just know some things within a year's time at least one of your unanswered prayers will be answered. And some of your forgotten dreams will be realized. Oh, no. They feel, since we even see at least once a bright white light, it brings indescribable peace and joy. You deserve it. Till then, mon ami, in the seeing the deals is a timbonful. What? I was like, what the hell is that? that? The last 15 seconds, I didn't get I one think, word out of that. No, I think it was Wait, another it was language. Because he was like, yeah. oh. then, mon ami, je crois, je pas tout, je pas no wonder I didn't understand it. <gasps> you cultured uh, swine. When I first started listening to it, it was like, it was like <laughs> you don't know me. but And I was like, what? Yeah, I don't know you. I know. I was like, what and is that's this? Probably a good What's thing? this going to be? And then he's like, yeah, you see a big, bright, white light. Yeah, it's going to bring indescribable will be answered. Right. That's so strange. I'm a little turned on. And that wasn't like a recording. Right, 
No, usually, I didn't. Usually, usually the get, annoying unknown yeah. numbers I get are recordings where right. they're like, your yeah. credit card's been stolen, yeah, or your exactly. car payment, or something. <laughs> right. That Isn't was like that a weird? human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a dude who was like, I can't wait to tell this. To I'm just going to spread start. the word to all these hot ass bitches. <laughs> Pushing buttons until <laughs> I find somebody. 111, 1111. Yeah. No. 111, 111. It says like unknown. So, like, did he black his number? Well, he's unknown to us. So that's what happens. Maybe it was from like God. <laughs> Maybe. You listen Ooh. to that. You listen to that. God does not have a listed number. Nope. He's unknown. Well, he's not. A, is he unknown? I mean, those, to some. He said the yeah. bright white light will bring you like peace. <laughs> Indescribable gosh. beauty. That, that's odd. Isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah it's really crazy. Weird. I want to call him back. Very badly. Wish I had his real number. I know. Let's try one one one. That's insane. <laughs> so hey, is this a thing everybody everybody does? Where um, so for some reason I've never said this out loud. I don't. I don't think. And. I was. Th- I think of every single time though that this happens. Okay, is it a thing for everybody to freak out that today is the day you're gonna like run over a kid or something backing out of your driveway? I have it. Does that happen to you? Not that. Like, I'm backing out of the driveway and I'm like, I'm like this is where I go to jail thing. accidentally because I'm backing out of the driveway and some kid's gonna run by. And I'm not gonna see him <gasps> and then flat and then boom, boom you I know, don't and I'm like, <gasps> and I'm in jail for. I don't have that, but I have a similar type thing where a lot of times I'll be like driving by myself. And I'll be like, I'll be like, what if somebody just veers into my lane or I accidentally go in their lane and we get in a head-on accident and I and die? And now you're dead? Like right oh. now. Like oh, I so think that all the time. You're dying in your situation. Dying. Ryan's killing people. I'm killing. Yeah. I'm murder. I'm, I'm assassinating always like, children. I'm always like, yeah, is this the day where just a freak thing happens and I just die while I'm driving? <laughs> I think about, I'll like do that where you're just thinking about the most ridiculous scenario. Yeah. Where like someone, if I'm driving and someone like, pretends to or like eases into my lane and then they go back i'm like all right if they would have came all the way over i would like they would hit me and then we would have had to pull over and now i'm going to court and who the yeah. hell am i gonna call as a lawyer right and your brain just like runs uh, and runs and runs and runs yeah. it's like this is plausible this could happen this could happen you know it's like i have to be prepared like for every tale. situation yep right five thousand different yep. ones yeah. so but there's this happens to me in, in like less cold-blooded scenarios as well i've been in like serious conversations with people um like, like this guy came over to us one time to give us an estimate on uh, in it, putting an addition onto our house. And he's like, we're talking and he's just saying some things. And I'm, as I'm nodding and smiling and just thinking in my brain, my brain's like, punch this guy. What? You know? <laughs> See like, what happened. And he wasn't even making that. He was, my, 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 my brain's like, just punch him. What if you just punched him? No warning. Nothing. You just, you might do it. You might. And, I, and my, my body's like, oh my God, am I going to punch this guy? Like, yeah. am I just going to punch him all of a sudden? And I freak because I, I freak out like that. Like, am I gonna punch him? I used to have that happen you in school you just all the time. Voluntarily punch him. Well, because my brain's like, what? What if you just just did? do it? Like, you could just punch him. Yeah. I'm like, I can. So I kind of okay. Well, on a lower scale, <laughs> I see how like when murderers are like, the voices told me to do it. I've had those oh voices. Oh my gosh, you have murderous voices. Well, on a very <laughs> this small is the beginning scale. No, no, because it happened. Welcome to episode seven. So in high school, yeah. this is, this is where school, it all began. Yeah. All the time. Oh my god. But instead of violence, my head would say stuff like. What if you just like yelped really loudly while the teacher's giving his lesson? <laughs> like the weirdest, like a high pitched yelp. It? And like, did you ever yeah. like do it? No, I've never done it. I've okay. never done it. But my voice, the voice in my head is always like, "You might, you might just be like motherfucker." Like just <laughs> say that out loud <laughs> in the middle of class. Like you should maybe do it. Just do it. And then I have the, the other voice is like, "Nah, nah." Is just, that just me? Is that has that ever happened to anybody before? I have like uh, those are different <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, really. I, I understand some of those things where like. If if I'm in the kitchen and like Devin grabs a knife to cut something, I'm like, is she just gonna stab me? Yeah, she's gonna stab what me. If I, what if I just like, right. what if she yeah. stabs me? She could kill me. I'm more like that. Sudden. I'll think Which of I like, think is weird. I'll think of like a like harmful, deathly things Onto to myself. 
You don't think about screaming motherfucker? In <laughs> no, the I don't think place? about that. Like, what if I just punch this guy that I'm talking to? Yeah, like, like, I don't I, think. Like, what what if I punch him? I just want to punch I might. him. <laughs> but see, it's the thing. I don't want to. My brain's all, it's just like, the, what happens is it's just like, what if you punched him? Yeah. Right, because like, it's not what, like, what, like what the next step? It's be? not and like you, you wanted even, to no, you punch might even him do it. because punch he was him like a dick because he was just like a normal guy. No, he was being super guy. cool. Yeah. I liked him, in fact. So like, that's the weird <laughs> what if part. I did? You weren't like <laughs> what if? thinking about punching him because you were mad at him. You were just thinking about punching him just to punch him. Yeah, I was like, am I going to punch Wait, him? Wait, I have a question. What if I do? Have you guys ever punched somebody in real life? No. I mean, in the face, like a fist fight, like you see in the movies? Yeah, like I don't mean like just punch someone in the arm, like a friendly like punch. No. I mean, like, like you, out of anger, like you're in a anger. fight to punch someone. It doesn't have to be in the no. face, like in the stomach. Never. Or like, no, I've never punched somebody. Have you ever I don't, wanted I've to? I've never so. been yeah, punched. Yeah, well, everybody's always wanted Have you ever to be been punched. punched? No, I'm very good at talking myself out of situations yeah. that would have gotten me punched. I'm a great screamer. I'm always wondering what it's like <laughs> to punch someone. I'm also in the face. faster than some people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I you want to know what it's like to be punched? I've always wanted to. No, could, I've always wanted to know what it's like. Natalie has actually smacked me as hard as she can in the mouth before. Yeah, I've smacked Yeah, but I asked her to. It we'll be right back. I was, out of anger. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I kind of want to know what it feels like. You just smacked like, him like, like across the face. You want me face? to smack you? Yeah. And I was like, I kind of do. Is that okay? She was like, Gee, All right. how much? Were you both? Wearing, were you wearing clothes? Was this like no. in the no. bedroom? <laughs> okay, yeah. Jeez, oh Pete. I think I would feel too bad. It was a follow up to episode sixty nine. Sixty nine episode plus we one. We talked about this last <laughs> time. Yeah, we didn't think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard enough to bruise me. I mean, I'm a man. Oh my god. <laughs> And no, also, I'm not. So gonna, did like, you cry? You was she strong or are you weak? Yeah, no, she uh, she's weak. I'm <laughs> strong. I didn't cry. I was like, give me again. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again, Natalie. Come here. Right now. Put yeah, in the, come put, put in the fist. Seriously? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to punch me? No, I mean slap. I don't want to punch you. Okay, come you. on, slap me. I'm going to do, but No, don't, don't slap me. You can punch me, though. I'll let you punch me. No. I'll let you punch I you right now. I feel too bad. No, let's save it for the Patreons. What if it's, like, really The patrons. You've slapped me before, and it hasn't really hurt No, I mean the punching. That will hurt, probably. Yeah, that's why I don't want to do it. I'd rather punch someone I don't care about. <laughs> How about this? How about this? You suck. Ooh. You're the worst. Ooh, make some fart jokes. You know what? <laughs> You're going to fly up the stairs with that booty. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to punch me now? Huh? Yes, I do. All right, get over here and punch me. Oh, boy. No, Guys, this is getting out of <laughs> So, um, enough psychopathic behavior talk from me. Okay. Have we played any games? Yeah. You know what? Can I go first this time? Um. Okay. You know what I'm doing. I don't have. Yeah. To. No. No. You're going first. All right. Listen Can I go this. second? Yes. Okay. You go second. We'll go third. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. To go right along with our respected reputation for advanced preparation, many years ago, I recorded rules and thoughts for a game that didn't exist yet called Ankh Egyptian Gods. Well, the game finally just hit called Ankh Gods of Egypt. And so I figured that was close enough, so <laughs> close I decided enough. to use it. Keep in mind, this was recorded back in the late 90s, <laughs> so some language may be dated. But here we go. I'm going to play the recording. <laughs> Booyah! Ankh, Egyptian Gods, is totally a game that if you don't believe me, you can eat my shorts. I first decided that I was going to buy this game, and my wife, wife number two inserted here, was like, hey, bro, this game looks hella tight, home skillet. But I was totally bugging and was like, yo, girl, don't go there. Do you want to learn how to play Ankh or not? She was all as if. And I said, hey, take a chill pill. This game could be all that in a bag of chips for all you know. So let me get into how it plays. In Ankh, Egyptian gods, you play as Greek gods. Not really what's happening is you are trying to control and be the only gods of all 
all of Egypt who are worshipped by the peoples. You play as an Egyptian god like Ra or Amun or Isis or Osiris and others that probably would make sense in a game like this. Let's say in this game, it's like an area majority game. Oh snap, that sounds good. And what you have is like there's four actions you can take. So let's say the first action, you can move your peeps up to three spaces away where they are now. Schwing! And another action is you can summon guys who aren't on the board yet to the board, which sounds amazeballs, right? Another action is you can gain followers to use for the last action, which is to uh, go up like this tech tree to gain cool powers that can help you when you fight. Is this TMI? My bad. So then... When you take action so many times, it eventually triggers these events, like your mom. LOL, no, just kidding. The events will, like, let you gain influence on the different regions of the board or put out these camels to split regions up to gain you tactical advantages in combat, which is the last type of event. Combat is basically the main way to gain worship points, which is what you need to win the game. Want me to explain just a bit more? Yes. Word. Basically, you go one region at a time and assess if there are figures of different players in there. If there are, there's going to be a fight, yo. Each player with people in the region plays a card simultaneously. That will help them in the battle somehow. After you flip the card and figure out who has the most strength, you dole out these worship points, which again are what you need to win the game. Then you go to the next region and do all that over again until they've all been resolved. Then the game just keeps going. Yeah, this, sound, this sounds good. This, is all, this sounds pretty good. After the fifth and final combat event is triggered, whoever is the highest up on the worship track wins. Let's say that also if after the fourth combat event people aren't high enough on the worship track, they just lose. And if everyone isn't quite as high as they should be, then they all lose and atheism takes over. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So I definitely played this game that definitely exists and I had some thoughts. I really like the artwork and production value. It's really high. And I don't paint minis or anything like that, but this game makes me want to start. Okay, let's do a take now where I paint minis and take that again. Okay. I really like the artwork and production of this game. It's really high, and I love painting minis. So these are going to be so much fun to paint as they're super detailed. The rules were super easy to make up, I mean, get through, and it was very simple to teach to my supermodel wife, Kathy Ireland, who understood the rules well enough to look super hot still while playing. I liked how the events triggered after you take a certain action so many times, which made some good decisions because you can take two actions per turn. Only if you trigger an event by taking one action, you can't then take your second action. So that makes you plan so much differently. There's also a rule that I'll make up now that says once you take an action, you must take a second action unless you triggered the event. And that second action must be an action lower than the first action you took because the actions are like in these four rows. So that also probably affects how you can plan and decide what, what to do. Things I didn't like. I'm not a huge fan of games where my job is to destroy you. I love being clever in games and making moves to surprise everyone. That's like my favorite thing ever. And there are opportunities to do that in this game because of the different powers that you can gain, both with your own unique god power, as well as these different guardians you can recruit during the game. Think of another game that came out before this called, uh, I don't know, we'll call it Kemet. And you have these combat cards that you play in secret, kind of like Kemet, so your opponent doesn't know exactly what you're going to do. So you can set yourself up to make these moves right before combat that puts you in this amazing position and your opponent just gets completely screwed. Kathy Ireland only likes being screwed a certain way. You know what I mean? Yes. Totally. So in this game, you have to hurt other players to do well, tearing down what they've built and that's totally fine. And there are great opportunities to play cleverly to get ahead. I just don't personally enjoy playing that way. 
I like playing cleverly to advance my own game and maybe score more points than you. But if playing clever means I destroy what you've built in order to get ahead, that's not as fun for me. As when it happens to me, I get super frustrated. So doing it to you just kind of makes me feel bad. So at the end of the day, I appreciate that the game is good. It's a good, it might even be a great area control game. It, it might it might be one of like the better ones that are out there. Um, all game, you're just like constructing new areas in order to gain majorities and cutting off other already established areas, which is not typical. So typically in an area majority game, your areas are like printed Set, on the map. Yeah. And then that's what you have the whole game and you're just fighting over those areas. In this game... You're like adding new areas throughout the map throughout the whole game, and that makes it really interesting. That seems cool. That's a, that's from what you've said. That seems like the most unique part of the game. It seems kind of cool. Yes, it's a really really interesting mechanism, um, but nothing. I don't know how to explain it. It's like that design is awesome. I I, I appreciate Natalie and I both. I'm sorry, Kathy Ireland and I both have really appreciated that. <laughs> It just we, we just kind of recognized and realized that the game wasn't for us. Uh, Kathy Ireland, what did you think? <laughs> um, so, I mean, first off, everybody knows that this is not like my kind of game. Um, but I went into it with an open mind and it kind of started <coughs> off where I was not. I didn't. It seems like this game kind of like ramps up. And at the beginning, to me, it was not fun at all. Like, you have four different actions to pick from. Um, like Ryan said, you have to, if you do a second action, it has to be after, it has to be, like, below, like, the first action you did. So that kind of, um, it kind of, it doesn't let you do, like, just whatever you want to do. Um, even, like, later in the game, when the the different action types like if it triggers an event then you um you can only take one action like you can't take a second action after that it kind of if that's your first action if that's your first action you know like that so we got in a situation where like three of the four action types like if you took that action it would trigger an event and so which means you're not getting your second yes right you're not getting your second action but then also like you know that that kind of has a lot of consequences. You know? Would that happen to just you or did it happen to both of you? Both. Okay, so both it was a, us, a universal yeah. event. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. just like... Still, it's still and annoying. it's not even a bad... That's not a bad design choice. It's no. cool. It's actually a good design yeah. choice. It's just something that it, we don't personally enjoy. Yeah, it mm-hmm. makes it more complicated. I think... Th- so, yeah. What am I trying to say here? I think that people who like this kind of game will probably really enjoy this because it was, it was cool and it had a lot of cool stuff. But... To me, it felt like the the actions were just kind of like, I didn't really care about them. And then the worst part was our first battle. We only had two territories and like I won one and Ryan won the other. And like he said, when you lose, all of your figures are killed. And so you're in the next round, like you're starting off with somebody has all of their figures like in that they had in one territory. And then you have zero in there. And it's like, what if he had won both territories and I had nothing out there? How could I catch up to him? And then I will say it kind of got better as the game went on. So like then in the second battle, when we started splitting the areas up and making more territories. That made it interesting. That definitely, yeah, that made it way more interesting. Like if that didn't happen, I would have been like, 
Yeah, this is. I don't ever want to play this again. But then that started happening. I was like, okay, I can see now how you might not totally get screwed over if you're splitting up territories, you know, because like you have all your guys in one. And if I got to split it up however I want as the person who's maybe like, um, not doing as well, then I can like split it up to benefit myself and it wouldn't be as easy for them to like get over in my territory and then maybe I have a chance to like win something and get some stuff. But it's like that gotcha thing. Yeah. There's a lot of that gotcha but stuff then, in this yeah, game. Yeah, but then the like, other side of that, like, that, like you said, like because then there's these other, um, I don't remember what they're called, these other figures that are like, have like special powers. Guardians. Guardians. You know, and like they had really cool powers, but again... Their powers are basically like screwing you over yep, gotcha. to benefit me. And that's just not the kind of games that we like. Um, so like Ryan said, I recognize that it's it seems like a cool game and it's and it's seems like a good game. Like there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not sure I don't personally think as two player in a two player game that it's like broken or anything. Um but I've even seen that that's the preferred way a lot of people want to play this. Right. So yeah, it's just like not yeah, it's just not for me. Um, but yeah, Ryan was saying that he heard a lot of people like it better at a lower player count. And this is, this is something I'm really curious about. And I wonder if anybody who like ends up getting this game, um, and Which plays it with more than two unk. players. I'm really curious. Cause Ryan said that if you play with more than two players, there's this like catch up mechanism type thing that people are not a fan of. Um, what is it again? It's called so. It's, it's called merging the gods. Yeah, you, you have this merged god board. I think what it does. You've played um, what's his last one that came out in this trilogy? Uh, Rising Sun. You played that, right? Yeah. There's alliances in that game. Yeah. Yes, you can make alliances. I think this mm. merging mechanism is kind of like that, but it's like forced on people who are maybe underneath the winner to like pull them up to right. like get or them. Pull back. And, and it sounded kind of cool. Every comment and review I've read, everyone hates that. If they don't like something about the game, that's what they hate. Well, that's and so they're like, play with two because that's that not in the game. Like, like what we were saying, like, well, can't like if somebody is losing and somebody's like kind of dominating, how could they possibly catch up? And then they had to. What if that's actually the case? And then they put in this extra thing to yeah. like fix that. But maybe, it, I mean, again, I would like to hear from people to see like what they mean? actually think. But like maybe that just feels like tacked on to fix. Like a quick fix for that issue. Yeah, for a runaway leader. You know would I mean? you need to? Would you need to have that in? Like, if I was playing with three and I was just getting my ass kicked, could you just? Is it would it be like a module? Could I leave that part out of the yep. game and just essentially just be I destroyed? I think so. But here's the issue: this game also has um, something that most modern designs don't have. Who player elimination? Player elimination. Okay. Yeah. After it doesn't. Uh, granted, you cannot be eliminated until ninety percent of the game, the game is yeah. over. Okay. But. There is a spot. So Natalie talked about these fights, okay? And I talked about these fights. It's, it's called. It's basically a combat event. There's five of them throughout the entire game. They. So it's cool. That that's another cool thing. Is the timer of the game is not predetermined. You decide when the game finishes, sort of, because you're only allowed to take certain actions so many times before you trigger an event. So there's the move action. The put guys on the board action, the gain followers, which is kind of like money action, and then the unlock a special power action. Mm-hmm. You can only take those at most three times before an event is triggered, mm-hmm. right? So that's really cool. So when you trigger the events, then that's the also the event track is also the timer of the game. Okay. So once you trigger f- like four events, so if you, you wanted to, to go longer, you 
kind of you take a different action. You'd have to take yeah. a different something action, else, right? Which could okay. be suboptimal, but it also could benefit you because yeah. now I, like, I don't have. I to... I like games like that where yeah. it's like, well, I want another. I'm, I need another turn, yeah. so let me do something a little well, sideways. Also, another that. cool thing, and I'm sorry to cut you okay. off, babe, but there's another another really cool thing which I liked, and I didn't use this in our last game. There was this one action I wanted to take. I didn't necessarily need to take it right away, and so I waited. And the reason I waited is because if I were to have taken the action. To, it did something cool for me. Like, I'll do this action. It's awesome. But then if Natalie then takes that same action on her next turn, she'll trigger an event that only happens for her. And that event that happens for her is what is giving her more position on the board. Okay. And so I was like, I'm not going to take that action in hopes that she takes it. Yeah. Because then on my next turn, I can take it, trigger the event for me, yeah. and then I get to do this stuff. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I like, like that part all the a events, lot. Like, there's like four or five like battle type conflict events but all the rest of them in between are either um you know creating new territories or most of them are like an event that only affects the person who creates it so that will you know and those events are good determine they're like, not they're not like something yeah, bad happens good, to you right it's not bad for the other person but it's only like if i trigger that event then i get the benefit right i don't it. that's cool so i like again i like yeah. all of the design is very nice. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I just, I'm not super, I'm not a big fan of gotcha mechanisms. Yeah. And there's a lot of that in this where it's like, oh, you think, you, like you have, I have six guys in here. And right before the event is triggered to to um, um, evaluate that, you know, that region, yeah. Natalie plays this card that separates the board that I have into two spots. And now I only have three and now she has four. And ha, huh, gotcha. Right. Or like and you said, like there was like like that. like that one got or guardian could like push somebody out of a spot and like suddenly like yep. I'm winning and then you push nope, me into push a different out. territory. Sudden, and now uh-huh. I'm not winning. Uh-huh, you know, gotcha. like I would be like what the And fuck? a lot of people love that. A lot of people yeah. find that fun. Yeah. That's not the way I don't like to be clever that way. Right. Because it's just like screw you. A lot of people love yeah, that. Right. And if you even so like that a little for those bit, people yeah, me too. like that because they probably would really like I think like this, this game, game is going to be a, a big deal. Yeah. I think people are going to really enjoy it because it's very simple. It's pretty quick. The setup and teardown is kind of a slog. It's not that terrible. It looks big. Mm-hmm. It's a big, big game. It's not like so bad, but it's also, it's substantial. Big. Yeah. Um, but it's quick. It moves yeah. quick. It plays fast. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention that I remember saying um, that I didn't like about it. But again, I know this is just me um, personally. So like when you are doing the conflict battle evaluation thing or whatever, and you have these cards to pick and you like play a card. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm just don't, I'm not like super into like the battle games and like, and this the fact that we had to use cards and like make a decision like out of these like eight cards or whatever on what to do and i didn't know what card you were going to play and what you played mattered what i played but i didn't know what you were going to play and it gave me that like anxious feeling <laughs> yeah I you just get. like lock up yeah, yeah it gives yeah. me that feeling i get and the reason that i don't like like the a lot of the auction type games is when i'm like sitting there and i'm like I don't know what any, anyone else is going to do. So which is like, the point. Right. Right. And which so is like, which is a game for a lot of people. A lot right, of people like yeah. they love but that I feeling. I hate that yeah. feeling and that's what that gave me cuz I'm like I'm like if he plays this one card then I'm totally fucked. But if he doesn't then I could play this and do really 
well and I'm like I don't know what he's gonna do and like do I do this and then I just screwed myself or do I do this and risk it and I'm just like ah this is too stressful I think like, I, I like don't that like more that. than I don't I think I like that especially in like auction games I feel like I like that yeah. more than yeah. I don't like I think that. you do like that in um, auction games yeah. I for some reason other than maybe homesteaders man the game's so good <laughs> I know I like I like homesteaders yeah. but that feeling I typically enjoy it in auction games because the stakes, which is going to sound, maybe that's not the right word. Um, auction games seem to typically skew lighter. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you're playing something like for sale. Or like modern art. Or modern art. Or you know, it's more like, it's more goofy than it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where this is like a battle war yep. game. And so you have that mechanism in there and it's not like, oh, haha, that's funny. Right. You bid so much and I lost. And you're it's losing more like, something. Oh, like in, in modern art, if you lose a bid, you get your money back and you try for the next one. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a bidding mechanism right. in this in game. Right. In this one, if you, you lose, lose, all it. your guys are gone. You gotta. Or, like, or in terms of like, over. in almost the same situation in a game like Kemet, which I love Kemet. There's, there's a battle, but if I lose the battle, yes, some of my people might die, but then they get moved to an, an adjacent space, right? Right. Which they then, run away then, back. Then to that their might space. change my yeah. strategy Everyone where I can go, dies. or I can pick them up yeah. and put them in back into game. my but home base, right? Though I will, for having, I don't know, probably repeating myself, but. Even though I said I don't like these kind of games, they're not for me. I will say the fact that it started off kind of like eh and started like ramping up a little bit with the splitting up the territories and getting the powers and then getting the guardians, it definitely improved the further it went on. I kind of like that. Some of those games need need like a ramp up, right? Or where it's like, how is this game ever going to end? And why is it so slow? And how and then it's like, oh shit, okay, okay, here it is. And then it races the last. It's impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, Yeah, like oh, you just split the board up into three sections instead of two. Right. And now it's like, oh, now we can jockey. You know, where before in that situation, in the scenario, Natalie explained, we're in the first combat encounter. She lost all her guys in one territory. I lost all my guys in the other. We stopped for a second, and I was like, why wouldn't I just go hard and build up? Because you still get points. Yeah. I was yeah. like, why wouldn't I just go hard and build up my area? And you go hard and build up your area, and we don't even talk talk to each other. Like, we could just do Wait, that, right? Like, why couldn't we just do that? Yeah. And then when you... Because because we were thinking, because it's like, it's okay, okay, in order to challenge you over there, I have to, like, spend a lot of my resources from my side. You can only bring in one guy when one you're guy summoning. Yeah. And it's like... It's going to be like such a lot of work just to try to battle you here. And then Mm -hmm. if you do the exact same thing to me, now we're in the same boat again. And it just seemed like, is this even? But then once that event triggers where you're splitting the board up. Yeah, that's the best part. It seems very cool. cool Oh, now I can make some moves. We didn't like mention like the monuments or whatever a lot. But like that matters with also getting points in um, like the cuff. So it's an area control. And it's also a... um, uh, what what is the the term for like uh, I guess area I guess majority scoring okay yeah. so when you're Monument it's not just fighting gives you fighting is actually the very the, last the thing that happens give you points in the combat encounter so when you're evaluating a, a, a spot the first thing you do is you say okay is anyone building a monument and yes okay I build a monument and now I control it okay that's like is anyone doing a plague and a plague is I could just kill all your guys in the battle before we even battle okay by bidding yeah. that money I talked about the earlier. Followers, right? Yeah. And if you lose the bid, you still lose those followers. Ooh. Which sucks. Okay. But then after that, then you do the majorities in each monument, of which there's three types. There's like an obelisk, a pyramid, and a Some other building. like a building. Yeah. Okay. And if you have control over the most of those in that region, you get devotion, which is, which the, is victory the points. points. Basically, yeah. And so then after all that's done, then you fight. Okay. And fighting is devastating if you lose if you have a ton of figures but the winner doesn't get a ton of victory points for it you just get one devotion 
yeah. then if you have cards that give you additional stuff, you do. So right. it's, I could see there being a runaway leader issue without that. But I also think like it's not so bad to lose that, oh, you just got five points for winning and I'm dead. Right. And there's even cards you can play where if you know you're going to lose the battle, it's kind of like in Blood Rage, you play this card, like I know I'm going to die. And so everyone that I have in the battle that dies gives me a victory point. Yeah, and so you I could like potentially like get yeah. more victory points right. for dying. Yeah, right. Well, but, then even if like you, all your people die, I'm like talking myself into liking this. I know. It seems like you are. It yeah. seems like you're now. Maybe you, we should play. I feel yeah, like you started it. at about fifty-fifty, and now you both swing to about seventy-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I, think well, I like and it. And then more like with the my whole point of bringing up the monument thing is like that was like a cool thing where like in there's this one big territory where maybe like Ryan was had the majority of like. The monuments or something but then i manipulated it and created a territory like specifically around certain ones so that i you know was like winning yep. and then could potentially like win the other one too you know I what i mean a, so it I did a changes, gotcha thing that changes everything took it away. so maybe i don't like it I know. <laughs> i'm just kidding well i mean take that with a bag of milk here's but that's yep. the whole point it's it's not Ew, a game for us <laughs> because we don't like the screw you over gotcha thing, but we recognize that it's a cool this game. game and so good. if you're into that, you're gonna you like will this probably game. Lang, like this. Right? It's Eric Lang. So he, he doesn't swing and miss a whole lot. Yeah, right. Whether it's your type of game And this is, is the different. third yeah. in that trilogy, right? Blood Rage was first. Rising Sun was second. Ankh is third in that like, uh, you know, like... Um, Map, area control-y kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, area control, but more like the theme, you know, like they're... Like this is the Egyptian one. Oh sure, okay, you that know, makes sense. Yeah. Blood Rage was like the Norse god one. Mm-hmm. It's funny we Rising had like Sun this. Maybe Japanese I should just say like, never mind. I'm gonna save this for the nook. Oh, I had a, I had a, like a. Ooh, we have a nook today. It's not just a nook. Now it's anymore. not. I don't think to bring it up. But I'm Natalie's gonna wait. So that's Ankh, gods of cool. Egypt. Um, Sima, uh, come on, games. Come on, Eric Lang. Uh, I honestly do think it, people are going to love this. Yeah, it's maybe not for Natalie and I, but. That doesn't mean the game is bad because it's it's really good. Yeah, Jeff, what do you got, cool. man? I got some games. Oh, yeah. So I want to talk about a game that's a little older from 2014. Holy oh, damn. hell. This game is called La Granja. La Granja. La, 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 which I've heard is, people pronounce it La Granca. La Granca. Nah, I always pronounce it La, Gran, La, Granja. La Granja. La Granja. La Granja. I always thought it was La Granja. La like Granja. the J is an H sound in Spanish, right? Is that like the yellowish box? The yellowish box? Yeah. Like yellow- yeah, yeah, it's a yellowish green that. box. I think we played Natalie, that. Nelly, what's on the cover? Oh, I'm like, is that, yeah, what is La Granja? It's very, La Granja. Like, it's yellowy, and then it's got, like, plants. Yeah, plants. It's, there's a big, like, house in the front of it, I yeah, think. Yeah, and a house. What's the font? Do you remember? Oh, it's cursive. It's cursive, yeah. yeah it's yeah. cursive. <laughs> it's cursive. Well, real quick, real quick. How to pronounce La Granja. Oh, okay, La Granja. Right. Probably La Granja. Oh, boy. What are we waiting for? La Granja. Yeah. La Granja. What am I waiting for? Do you hear that? Oh, La it's not a cup. La Granja. Oh, yeah. with like the La Granja. La Granja. So that means the farm. Did you know that in English? The farm, of course. I did. Who know. So, know that? Hello. Everybody knows it. So I got this game a while ago in a trade, and it was a game that I've played a handful of times previously. Maybe Ryan, were you still playing games with us on Monday when we played this? Maybe a couple times. The, yeah, I played it once. Okay, because it so, was Eric's. Yeah, it's Eric's and. Eric moved away, and I think Bill has it now. I bought it. We played it a few yeah, times. We, it. we loved it. Loved it. The first time it. we loved it, the second time. The second we were time like, we were eh. like, "Why did we love this?" So, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh man, we, really? Okay. We gotta play it a third time, I guess. Um, well, I'll, I'll I'll try to go Didn't quick. You get rid of it. Quick through it, but there's I have it. There's a new one coming out too. Yeah. Oh my god. Ryan, he'll get it. Um, so I got into trade. I got this and Aquasphere for 
I don't know, some garbage like tiny towns and some other some yeah, other thing. But garbage. I sent uh, so it was a perfect trade for me, <laughs> yeah. and I got it because I think that it would be a, de- a, a game that Devin would like. Okay. It has a lot of mechanisms that feel like she likes them, right? She likes Grand Oster Hotel and the dice drafting. This has dice drafting, the multi-use cards she likes. So it's like, all right, yep. there, there's some pieces that I think yep. Devin might like. So I got it because Bill owns the game and I could just play it with Bill, but this was a, a moment where Devin was starting to get into games kind of at the beginning of quarantine and I was getting her to play games. Like, oh, excuses okay. to buy everything And then I was I just like getting all these games yep. that, that I, I kind of wanted. So um, because this game is called The Farm or La Granja, La Granja. Uh, you are controlling and developing farms, of course. Uh, the main board, so there's a main board and your player board. The main board is like a big market in the middle full of like little hex spaces. And then around those hex spaces are little markets. Okay. Um, on the left side of the board, there's a basically dice selection. So the one has a, an action next to it. The two has an action next to it um, and so on. It's a smaller board. Each player gets a player board, which is their awesome looking farm. It's so cool. It's got these like tongs to get yeah, out. Yeah, one of the this, prongs. This I mean. is one of my favorite player boards. Um, it's tough to kind of slide the cards around underneath, but just the look of the player board and how everything fits together is really awesome. It draws you in. Yeah. I wonder if, never mind, I'll get there. Um, ooh, ooh. It takes place over six rounds um, and you start by adding a card from your hand to your player board. And this is where I think the game really shines is these multi-use cards. Each card has four different functions and you add it to one of the four sides of your your board. So if you add it to the left side of the board, you get to increase your fields, right? You get more goods. There's grapes and olives and all this kind of stuff. Um, if you add it to the right side of the board, you get a farm extension, which gives you income or pig stables or more cards. If you add it to the top, um, they're kind of like delivery contracts. They're called market barrels. And you get these little contracts. That's where you're going to deliver your goods to. And in the bottom, you can add it and it would um, give you like a helper or a special ability. And these cards are so awesome. All of them I want. Like I wanted the powers on each and every one of them. But you only have space for three. You can't do it. So of course, and it's like, of course, this best power that I really wanted also would give me six points if I use it as a market barrel, right? So it's the decisions of what card to play were awesome. Like that, I think this might be my favorite multi-use card game it just it's one of the better ones yeah i feel like it just works so and and like ryan said each the the player boards are kind of notched to fit these different cards so you might hold it up and it looks like the top looks like a fork almost these tongs like sticking out but when the cards slide in there they just fit and they're shaped perfectly beautiful yeah it looks great so once cards are placed um you gather like income you grow crops and that's like a simple kind of like maintenance upkeep at the beginning of the round and then you move on to drafting dice so you roll however many dice and you go back and forth taking um actions associated with the dice that you draft and those things are like getting goods adding them to your farms upgrading some goods getting money delivering stuff like that and then the next round i also think is is cool there's like four different phases it's kind of it seems like it's broken up but it it flows really well um each player starts with four different tiles and on the tile has a certain number of delivery actions and a certain number of siesta points so it, it varies from like one delivery and three siesta, two delivery, two siesta, three okay. delivery. Two, well, you know, so. yep. um, and the last four. one is like four. There's four <laughs> delivery. Four delivery. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the siesta track is just like turn order track. It can get you some little points. But under the delivery actions, you're essentially taking the goods that you've been growing on your player board and you're delivering them to your cards that are on your player board or you deliver them to the main market on the board. And that's also a really fun decision because if you add them to your cards on your player board, you are kind of working sort of an area majority kind of thing on this main board yeah. where you add one of your uh, cubes or, or pegs onto this main hex board 
um, to try to gain some area control. Yeah, those, like, cylinder you're things. sort of yeah, you're sort of like kicking other people out. Um, so if I add mine to a six, I kick out like anything lower than me below and I get points for everyone you kick out. So you, you add points there, but you can also take your goods and you can add them to the markets that are on the board. And that can give you these cool tiles that give you bonuses. It gives you more income. Um, so you have a really cool decision. Do you want more points right away and to start controlling the board? Do you want to start by getting maybe some less points, but then getting some cool powers early to get get your kind of engine going? Yep. Um, another thing I think is very cool about this game. So you play th that's six rounds. You play through six rounds and you keep all of your points hidden. So you're kind of you're taking these tiles and you're hiding them, which I also really like because it stops people from thinking that one person is way, way ahead. That's or, one of my favorite you know, mechanisms in games like this. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm no, really good. Sorry. But I love when you don't know exactly how you're doing. You can yeah. see in front of you your engine and what you got, and you're like, I think I know what I'm doing here. But do I have enough points to right. win? What are they doing? I love that because, like we talked about last episode, it get, it takes you out of that that whole terrible thing that can happen where you're like, oh my god, you have, I have th about thirty points, you have seventy. Right. And now how am my, I ever going to do anything? And now this sucks. And now I'm not yeah. where if we don't just don't know that it's kind of like, ooh, I don't know what he's got. Yeah. I, okay, I'm going to enact my plan just to. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, OK, keep going. So overall, the game is is really, really good. I really like the game. Um, each piece of it seems to just work well for me and fit things that I like. I like this kind of good manipulation. How do I turn this? How do I turn these grapes into wine so I can deliver it here? But do I want to deliver it there? Or do I want to deliver there? I like the choices. Um, like I said earlier, the cards are are awesome. I think that's where the game kind of shines. If, ever, if, if the cards didn't exist and you were just creating goods and delivering them, I don't think it would be anything that I would want to come back to. Yep. But I think the cards is what really makes the game a game that you want to keep playing and keep exploring. And what combinations can I make? Um, how can I change kind of my strategy based on the cards that I get? Um and I, you know, a couple, a couple things I think that are kind of like some downsides with two people that main, uh, market in the middle of the, the main board is, is not as competitive as it would be with like four. Right. Yeah. Um, so Devin and I were just True. kind of at, we were adding tokens and sort of only getting like two or three points cause there was not many other tokens on the board. Right. But when you have four people and you place that one on the six, you might be knocking out four other it's people toit. getting four points. Get, and it's a, that's a cool a cool thing. So four might be three, four might be a really good sweet spot for this um, game. It obviously kicks up the time a little bit, but it, Devin and I played it in under an hour and a half. Wow, uh, maybe an hour and a half with rules. So I explained it. Played it. An I hour can't wait to half, hear what she thought. Um, which was good. And then uh, the last thing is, if you're not maybe the first couple rounds, you might think the phases are a little fiddly. Like, all right, what do I do? The player aid is great. You kind of look at it and go, all right, we'll gain our income, we'll grow our crops, we'll do this, and you just kind of go in order. The first round, you might have to like look at that thing, but it seems to kind of pick up intuitively like later, right? Yeah. Round three, you're like, okay, now I know what I yep. need to do and how I do it. Um, there is a new print coming out. Yeah, hell yeah, there is. By Board and Dice, <laughs> yep. who have been- What is it? They are on a tear, Amazing man. lately. So this is going to be a game I think I instantly this back. Year's, what was the publisher? Was, was it Renegade? Maybe. I felt, is Renegade who does uh, uh, Flip Ships? Yes. They were like the publisher to beat like like a year or two ago. Yeah. I feel like Borden Dice is kind of they've taking been that. Hill and every game I feel like has just blown up for them. has been so awesome. Even that they have a new one like Mandala Stones. That's yeah. I feel like it's I see everywhere. everywhere. Right, it's everywhere. So they they have must have bought the rights from Spielworks or, or Stronghold or whoever had they must have bought the rights for it and are now reprinting it, new art. I'm not sure what they're doing with, with cards and things like that, but 
Yeah, I mean, the production was always I'm, pretty good already. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. And I wanted to play this game before the Kickstarter went live because yeah, I wanted sure. to see if Devin liked it. Yep. When does that so go live, could, you know? I don't know. It's It's got to be soon. I want to say it's closer to the end of the year, maybe. Yeah. But they just, on Instagram, they just put out a picture of the, their updated cover, like their artwork. It looks awesome. Sweet. Um, No, I can't get it? No. Oh. Oh, I kind of want it. Well, got rid of it. Yeah, but I've done that before. I got rid of the gallerist two times. <laughs> two times. Sitting over there right now yeah, looking at us over there. Like, hey. Like, do you want to sell me again? So, Devin, <laughs> I, I asked Devin, I, and I was like, I kind of want so it. So, what do you think? Devin really liked it. Yeah. Cool. She really, like, every piece of, and and again, we flipped over, and I at the beginning, I was like, I'm fucking crushing yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you, you are getting dominated, get and you're going to hate this game. <laughs> um, and then there were, like, two or three rounds in a row where she was just, like, getting points, getting points, getting points. And I think that's another cool thing about hiding points. I never... I never know the points that I'm grabbing, but I always seem to know why. How does Devin get ten points? Yeah, like, fucking time. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right. So I'm always like kind of trying to keep track of hers, and we were within five points of each other. Wow. On, wow. on her first play, so she did really well. Liked kind of everything that we were doing and was was invested in it. So yeah, this is a game that she likes, that I like, that I'll I'll definitely get back to the table, and then also spend more money. Well, if Shobu yeah. is a Ryan and James ass game, and Sagrada is a Natalie James ass game. And Destiny's is a Dave Madigan ass game. I would say La Graja is a Jeff Madigan ass yeah. game. Yeah. This is like that game has you written all over it. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. So if you if Natalie won't let you buy it, I'll buy it okay. and then you can have the old copy. Okay, thank if you. you want oh, yeah. That, yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> then you can have it back. La Graja. <laughs> That's a cool game. We played yeah. it uh I played it a few times. I remember the very first time I played it, I was like, oh What? God. And then the mm-hmm. second time I played it with what? Natalie, I was like, "This is this might be the best game of all time." <laughs> and then we played it again, like re- quickly after, and I was like, "What? What? Maybe? Maybe not?" Weird. Yeah, yeah. I think we just had a bad play. I think we just had a sure. bad play. Natalie, why we, I don't even. But Natalie might why be we out felt that way. That bad. Sometimes I'm, that bad play with with the nature of games now yep. can be well, done. It's I tough. It. It's, it's not tough. that. It's you not, can hate it. It's okay. No, it's not that. It's more just like we have so many games and like. We don't play them at all anyway. So like, why get another one that we're just not going to play? Because it's fun to own stuff. Yeah, (laughs) owning things is fun. Yeah. So, um, a long time ago, I kickstart. You're done, right? With with (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have more to say? Can I I talk? No, I'm good. I'm good. Lagrana, I I like it. I recommend it. Yep. Good one. Good one. A long time ago, I kickstarted this game called Twinkle. Twank, twinkle. Twinkle, twinkle. Get some sprinkles. Get some sprinkles for twinkles. Twinkles. I think I heard Rado talk about it. And it wasn't a ton of money that I thought. <laughs> and that's all I need to hear. So when I... Uh, <laughs> Rado and not a Rado ton of money. and not a ton of... If it's under 100 bucks and Rado says it's good, oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Seriously, it looks like a light strategy game. <laughs> it's just a light strategy game. So I backed it. I was like, this is a light strategy yeah. game. Well, it showed up and we got it to the table right before the episode. Yeah. Woo. You might have seen... Did you post anything about it before the episode started? Okay. No. In Twinkle, play... It's Twinkle. Okay. It's called Twinkle. Like Twinkle, yeah. Twinkle. It's not called Twinkle. Don't it's look not that up. Yeah. Players <laughs> play across seven <laughs> rounds, drafting one die each time, and playing it off of the main board into one of their two areas to form constellations, which will then be added up uh, at the end and scored based on scoring cards. So on your turn, you select three different dice... You either select three different dice and roll them. It can be any of the dice that are in the game. You just roll them. And then one of those dice, you pick and place it in your constellation. Now, the dice are made up of D4s, D6s, D8s, D10s, and D12s, which is really cool. I like different (laughs) kinds of dice uh, used in in spots that are not just Dungeons & Dragons. Um, All the D8s, though, are in the center of the board. I wonder why it's the D8s. Because they're in there, right in the middle. In the middle. There's D4, D6, D10, D12. In the, ma- yeah, in the, in the middle is eight. That makes sense. All the D8s go in the middle of the board. 
And you can either pick three dice of any, whatever you want, and roll them and pick one to put on your thing, or you can pick one of those D8s that's in the center of the board, but you don't roll it. You leave the face where it is, and then you take it and you place it in your constellation. <laughs> What's happening? Like, and Natalie was like, "Give me this weird, goofy laugh," and I was like, "I'm gonna stare right into her soul." You just keep saying D eight, and it just reminds me of something you said. D eight. Oh, I H eight you. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I just thought of something oh, really like cute that I wanted to tell you, but I don't know if I should say it. And I'm like, what? And he was like, I H eight you. And I was H like, the number eight. I was like, you're the worst. I was just with her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, <laughs> that's really when placing dice, you must place them in descending order. So if the first die I take is a six, the next die I place must be a five or lower. And if you use a die with more sides than the previous dice, it can boost your score, which is the twinkle. That's how they twinkle. So like if I use a D6 to place a six and then a D8 to place a five, that's good news for me. Good news. Two points. At the end of the seventh round, you total up all dice in each color and each color will score differently based on their scoring card. There are also these mission cards that we didn't play with in our game that you can mix in to match, uh, mix and match to make the game more strategic. There's a lot of these mission cards, and you just kind of like pick a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's a quick uh, game, light strategy game, <laughs> plays in about 15 minutes. Um, so what I liked about it, I really, really liked the dice choosing. I liked that you pick any three dice you want and roll them. I thought that was really cool. And then based on that, you just pick one of those. And it's kind of nice because, especially at the beginning of the game, all the cards are going to score you points in some way. And so you kind of have it in your head like, okay, I'm probably going to – I'm just going for it. (laughs) I'm just going to go for – like I'm going to pick these three different colored dice. And I'm going to figure out, you know, based on what I roll, which one – and it's going to kind of lead you to a strategy, you know, sort of. So you roll these dice and you pick one, you place it down. Now, you might think, well, I'm going to pick all the D12, uh, the D, yeah, the D12s at first because that's my, I have the best chance to get a high number, which is going to let me place more dice in that line. However, if you place D12s right off the, right off the bat, it's going to be harder for you to get those twinkle points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> twinkle points are worth which what? Which can be good. Yeah. You know, um, you don't score a ton of points. The winning score in our game was 16. And so two points for twinkling is a substantial amount of points, mm-hmm. right? Um, right. So if you can twinkle, you know, three or four times, <laughs> you're getting like more than half your points from twinkles. Twinkling. Yeah, twinkle twinkle. is like such a great word. Twinkle twinkle. Yeah, I, it twinkles funny. I don't know if it's great, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Um, so, <laughs> so I really like that. I really like the fact that it plays very quickly. I like that it's, it's incredibly easy to set up. And one of my favorite things about it is actually the way it looks. And that usually is a bad, bad mark in its favor. Now you just flipped me off. It's usually a, a, a bad thing to say about a game. Is the one of my favorite things about it is the way it looks because that typically means that the game is not that. There's not that much there. Well, it's just so light and quick. It's just a light strategy game. It's light. <laughs> but so, so I really like the way. Like Jeff took a bunch of pictures and he'll, he'll post about it at some point. And it, it, you'll see, it looks really cool on the table. It's a really cool thing, and it's so simple, and it doesn't take that long at all. That it's just a really I just really enjoyed it, my play of it. Things I didn't like. So I got the Kickstarter version. And this is only an issue with the Kickstarter version. The dice are almost impossible to read in some of the colors. The way they printed, they're so cool. They have like these actual like stars inside the dice. Mm-hmm. So they're like translucent like dice with these like little stars. stars in them. And they look amazing, but you can't read them. <laughs> and so you need it's not that big of a deal because you don't really have to like know what your opponents have. 
right? You're not playing your opponents, really, other than going, okay, how many dice do they have for this card? That Can I yeah. beat them in there? Or but it's kind of like just random dice? enough, or like you can't really control You can't totally much. control it. Yeah. Yeah. But so like the, the pips on the dice, you can read them easy enough when they're right in front of mm-hmm. you. But it's just kind of weird. It was a, a weird choice that they made on some of these where you just you can't even read it. Right. It's like the color of the dice was the same as the color of like the number on the dice. And so it just all blended yeah, together. It was like, they didn't, they yeah, didn't Jeff make was it like, contrast. If I lean at this angle, I cannot see anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you have, a, any you have a green die with green glitter, glitter, glitter stars in the yeah. So all, the, all the, the dice are... They start as like translucent, right? See through, yeah. right? right? And then they jam all these twinkly stars in there, yeah, which are green. Yeah. And then they write the numbers on the dice in green. In green, yeah. So, so then, it's just like a cacophony. So yeah, it's just weird. But they are like, be- if you didn't care about numbers, they're beautiful. Oh, yeah, yes. they're so maybe cool. one of the best looking dice yeah. I've ever seen. Dicicles. <laughs> Dicicles. 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 Yeah, the D12s are the dicicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, anything so what I also didn't like if I if I didn't like something um there was uh, I don't even know if this is a mark. I don't actually don't know if this is a mark against it because it's the Kickstarter version. The value of what I paid for what I got. Yeah. The, I I paid about 60 bucks for this thing. It's too much money. It's too much. I don't think like that two times the, too much it will retail for that. But this is not a sixty dollars game. It's no. like half that. You should not pay sixty dollars for this game. I mean, I, um, you know, I helped out this publisher. I, I'm fine with it. I'm not upset. But that's why I said I, I don't think I would call it a mark against it. However, if this retails for sixty dollars, it's not going to do well at all. It won't. I don't. Be- I don't no. believe it's probably going to retail for half that. If it's half that, thirty bucks, maybe. I could see. I could see that. Yeah. It's probably more of a twenty twenty five dollar game. I think there's that's what the game yeah. there is. But there's some, also some cool stuff and events that we didn't play with. It gives me a Sagrada feel in a way. It's got like uh, not just because there's dice because the dice part of it is way different than Sagrada, but it's got like similar scoring things, event cards, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that reminds me of. You Sagrada. might get like locked into like. Certain yeah, you can get. You can get into can a position where like, oh crap, I'm kind of screwed here now. Um, but so that's what I thought of Twinkle. Jeff, I want to hear what you thought. I like the Twinkle. <laughs> um, <laughs> I liked, I, I agree that I liked everything that I, I feel like you guys liked also. The dice drafting was cool. It was it was different, right? It wasn't like Sagrada where everything's rolled at the beginning right, and, and you can kind of see. I, I get to make a decision kind of based on, all right, well, Natalie took that yellow one. Now I don't really need yellow or now I do need yellow. Let me take it and try to roll it. And then it also gave you some choices, right? I felt like these are the dice that I want. Let me roll them, and then now, now I'm yeah. going to figure out the I'll best, the best one. Which yeah. I, I like right. that. Yeah. I I'm interested to play it maybe with the next level, which Agreed. I think are more ways to score. Yes. I think the game would really benefit from something like Sagrada with like tools, right? That Sagrada has these things called tools where you spend something to maybe move this dice over there, swap yep. colors. And you said, correct me if I'm wrong. There's so with the the red dice, there's a bunch of different ways the red dice scores. We just picked one of them. Is that right? No. So the scoring cards, there's only one of them. There was one okay. stack, but there's a big stack the of the game. the mission cards, which are oh, like, which be the th- next though. Okay. Which are, yeah. yeah. So the so red dice in every game will score exactly yeah. the same. Okay. But you yeah. might not use them if you're playing Correct. with different players. Okay. I would love to see more, maybe more ways that those things score. Agreed. This is just in the future. You know, this just being like. Here is maybe this guy's first design, this publisher's first thing. I think it's solid. I think it would really, really do well on like a target shelf. Um, yeah. yeah totally. At at that $25 price point, when you're looking at something, the box is cool. Um, yeah, it looks great on the table. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Sweet. What do you think, Natalie? Uh, I agree. I've won. I really like the name. 
twinkle. <laughs> twinkle. <laughs> we twinkle. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> um, so on the back of the box, it says it's a quick space-themed strategy game for the Special. whole family as well as for more advanced gamers. And I think that's very true because, like, the game that we played, Rainbows. I wouldn't even say it was, like, too easy or too simple. But, like, if it gets more advanced than that, it would definitely be for advanced gamers. You know, like, I don't think, yeah, it's like, kinda a 10-year-old could It's tough to keep track advanced. of. I could see, like, if you add, like, six more cards, like, oh, God. Yeah. Not only do I got to put this in right. the correct number order, try to get it to twinkle so, and score the points for the card. Now I also have to consider, mm-hmm. okay, I got to get this exact pattern from this card to score points. Or I have to have, it has to be in the longest contiguous, you know, line. Right. Like, ah, yeah. there's like a lot of different so, ways. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it seems, like, simple. And it is simple in, in like, the rule set. But playing isn't that simple. And those kinds of games are really fun, I think. Yeah. Um, And I just want to mention... On the back of the box, there's like this little like summary in like six different languages, and every single one says the name of the game is Twinkle, except German. Yes. Apparently, in German, Twinkle is Funkelstern. Oh, <laughs> there's okay. So, have you guys seen? That'd be sweet. I want to see. I want to get this box. This is Funkelstern. Funkelstern. There's this a real like reels or TikTok that I that yeah. I see a lot where it's always like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something yeah, in there's German. There's like five yeah. different languages oh, yeah, that all say the same word. It's like English, and they're all really French, nice. Spanish, it's like the girls this. are like. It's all the same. Like yeah, like right. Like I don't, like twinkle, twinkle. Yeah, twinkle, twinkle. Ginkenschlaka booga. Yeah, it's like by the end they're all like cracking up. So angry. Yeah. Well, that's like I want. You know, for how much I like the wingspan box, how it says wingspan, but yeah. I want the German version. I think that's like flugel something, right? Flugelhorn. It's not like the cool, yeah. like, I don't know, I want that. Afokukabakan. Cool. <laughs> All right, before we move on to the next game, I, something happened that I have to read. Oh, boy. It's just very like funny. Just now? It just happened. And, well, I just saw During it. During the podcast? And I just asked this person, oh, my God, can I read this on the show? Because this is really funny. Okay. <laughs> so you all know our listener, Sam, Miss French Toast. Yeah. Yep. What you might not know about Miss French Toast is that poor Sam has been dealing with a lot of issues with um, her dental jaw, mouth. What word comes after this? Yeah, she's had some dental issues, mm-hmm. right? She's been seeing an oral surgeon. Nice. A lot of times. Um, <laughs> you know anything about to... dental issues? They're the worst. Yeah, she's had, it sucks. She's basically. It sucks. They're like grafting, you know. Yeah, it, oh, it sucks. It's, grafting, just, it's rough, yeah. right. So. I get this. I I, I open up this uh, Instagram message from Sam, and (laughs) it just says this. Dude, so in real life, I have been to like five oral surgeons in the last few months. Four of them say my mouth looks bad. And the one who actually did the surgery says it looks great. Obviously (laughs) concerning. (laughs) Anyway, in my dream last night, you were an oral surgeon. Nice. And I went to have my bridge done, and you were like, let me take a look. And I showed you, and you were like, no, no, something's wrong here. Turns out you thought I had two infected back teeth that had to be removed. Oh, my God. Wow. But then I had an absolute mental breakdown when you tried to remove them. So you were like, I'm sorry, I have to put you under anesthesia. And I was like, please, for the love of God, do it. And then when I woke up, my mouth looked way better because you removed the problem that everyone else overlooked. WTF. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> well I'm an amazing in-dream yeah. oral surgeon. So you, that means you need to find an oral surgeon out there named Ryan James. And that's your Yeah, answer. and then you're good. Your or, unanswered or, prayers or did, will be did answered. Her brain just unlocked the key to her mouth. Is it the yeah. two back infected teeth that she needs to get yeah. removed? Yeah. She said, I woke up at 530 and was just like, what the actual fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe like in her brain, it's like, 
I this know is the, the problem. Answer. This is the yeah. problem. And then it like tells her in a dream. <laughs> Maybe this is Ryan's plan is complete where he has now infiltrated the dreams, the of, our dreams of our listeners. I know what is going <laughs> on. <laughs> like I said, you can try to run, but you yep. Cannot, if you listen to this episode cannot. backwards, yeah. <laughs> when you get a different reading, message. When you were reading that intro, I was like, this needs to be the intro of like the Halloween episode. It's like creepy. <laughs> I'll just regurgitate it. That's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, what do you got next, man? I got a weird game. Oh, a weird one. All right. I got a game called Tales of Arabian Nights. Oh, finally. Okay. So, okay, I've been waiting for this. Tales one. of Arabian Nights is dumb. Let me, <laughs> dumb, let me, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. dumb. Now, let me start by saying I acknowledge the fact that a lot of people argue that this isn't even a board game. Um, I was just going to say, Jeff's always like, this is, this is like stretching the definition of game. It's like, okay, it comes with a board, there's pieces. You might open this and be like, this is a board game. And then you play it and you're like, I'm not sure this is a board game. <laughs> right? You know, there's all this thing about like, is the mind a board game, right? Because yeah. it's cards, blah, yep. blah, blah. This yeah. is a different argument, yep. right? This is yep. this is like, if you ever read, you know, Goosebumps, like a... a Hell yeah. A, um, those, I used to have so many of those What's those? Like, Choose Your Own Adventures. adventures. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's sure. This is kind of like this, but this is on steroids and ridiculous. <laughs> so, Tale of Arabian Nights is, I believe it was out of print. I think I just saw a few copies at are my local game store recently. Really? Because, um, yeah, I don't know. If and I think they got bought up pretty quick, so I'm not uh. sure how their print run is going. But this game has a reputation that follows it for either good or bad. So the game is, you've unfolded this board, and it's a... Hold on. It's yeah. on Amazon right here. Okay. $399. So what? I guess it's, yeah, you can't it's sort of out, out of print. Wow. So maybe this local game store got some back or whatever. But Damn, if they um, still have one. Yeah. Well, there's only one left in stock. Get it soon. Ooh, get it. For get it for four hundred dollars. Don't spend four hundred dollars on this. Yeah. Um, so this, you open up this board, and it's it's a really beautiful board. It's a big map, right? So again, when you if you thought of like this is a board game, right? Here's this big map. I'm going to be doing things. You're not. Um, so you don't even use it. Yeah, and you start with like a little goal, right? The goal is some. It, it has like a very silly story. This whole game is a storytelling game. You're okay. just kind of experiencing the game that's cool and you start with like a goal like my goal was i um in this most recent game i played this game a lot like maybe 10 times Mm -hmm. and i start with i I, i'm trying to like woo the princess and i need to go find treasure and bring it back and then if i have the most expensive treasure i get some bonus right so that's the kind of like everybody starts with like a little mission if you complete it you get another mission right there it doesn't really matter but it's just some kind of goal to aim you in because Mm -hmm. the game doesn't really have any goals Um, (laughs) and so you just start and you you just move. So you have you start with like three movement and you can just move and you just move around the board, okay? And then wherever you stop, you flip over a card and there's an encounter, okay? And it tells you what or who you encounter. So you might encounter like a a beautiful uh, maiden. You might encounter a, 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 a shiny treasure. You okay. might encounter a bandit or a, sh- oh. a ship of thieves or so, some random thing, right? You encounter. And you don't, you, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to what you might encounter where, right? It's not like, oh, I got, you know, I'm going to go in the forest and I'm going to find bears. Right. Yeah. No, you're going to go in the forest and find some demon, right? You don't know what you're going to So yeah. you flip the card over and then you choose like the verb or the, ac- the action word that you want to do to that thing. Fuck. Wait, Fuck. what? Yeah, Wait, so it's you like you choose it from cards, or you choose it. Just you choose on your brain? so on your yeah, so yeah, you just pick one. Um, <laughs> on your board, there's like these different grids, so it's like A through K or whatever M, and and it says, all right, I've encountered the 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 beautiful maiden, okay, mm-hmm. and it's like Matrix A. So you look at your board, and Matrix A gives you seven different verbs, and you pick okay, one of those I verbs. Gotcha. So you want to fuck the maiden, yep. right? I but do. okay, I do. In reality, they're more like they're like things like rob, attack, avoid, enter. 
Ooh, enter the maiden. Yeah, a lot of those things are like you can enter like a storm, or you can like drink. Like there's like all these. You yeah. just like pick something that you do, and then somebody at the table has a gigantic like a big ass penis. book of stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, probably. I thought. Yeah. Gotcha. The odds are. Odds are know, one of them has a big one of penis. one of them has a big penis, especially in comparison. One right. Of the people at the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's highly unlikely that all, they all have the Everyone same size. Everyone has the same size penis. penis. So one is larger than <laughs> the rest. One's larger by like an inch. Are they like ha ha? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Are you gonna measure them? Like? An inch. Well, you're just guessing. Jeez, Natalie, gross. God. Natalie, put put it in your pants. God, um, I don't have one to gross. put in my pants. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, it's Ryan. right together under the table. <laughs> um, so oh, the, the person with the gigantic fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> this person with the gigantic book opens it up and reads the story that is attributed to you robbing or entering or attacking the maiden. Wow, right? I have stories for and every like yeah, every single. Scenario? It's. I want to say it goes up to 2,500 stories, Damn. right? Some of them are just two sentences. Some of them are a paragraph. Yeah. And the stories are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they are off the wall absurd. And you think that you're like, okay, I'm going to, I have some little strategy, right? Like, okay, this guy is like weak. I'm going to try to attack him, right? And maybe take his money or rob him. And all of a sudden that like little weak guy turns into this huge demon and attacks you and kills you and rips off your arm. And now you're walking around crippled. And it's like, or it's like, oh, this big guy, I'm going to try to avoid it. And instead of avoiding it, he has some like hunter hunt you down. It's like the, the stories are bananas, right? <laughs> and you so, can't ever like. Oh, there, there is a very, very small amount of, okay, maybe I'm on a boat. Maybe I'll try to swim. Like there's like a, a, the smallest amount of that. Being you have able repeats? to repeats. Have you played 10 times? Have you had repeats? We had. So in this last game, we had a repeat in the same because Bill and I were both in jail. And I think between like a first turn and a last turn, we had to like pick the same thing. Um, but no, I don't know if I remember a lot of. You mean like no repeats from prior? Yeah, I don't remember a lot of like identical stories. It it probably has happened, but I think when you're just telling like 20 insane stories about this journey you're going on, it becomes just like this laughable and right. Of course, you have like some random skills. There's like 20 different skills that your character can like get, which might help you in interactions. So if like if you happen to have an interaction on a boat and you have um, Ryan's favorite skill, seamanship. Love it. You can, um, maybe that might help you in an interaction and instead of line one, you get line two, which okay. might be better, right? Got it. Yeah. So at the end of these interactions, you get uh, mostly these one or two different points. They're called story points or destiny points. You just move up on this track, okay? There is a lot of times you get conditions. You might end up just married, okay? <laughs> you might end up crippled Damn. or just wounded married. or Shit. sick or you might be in jail on my first turn, I, t- I was turned into an ape by someone. So I was like walking around with it. I was an ape and my card told me what I can and can't do. So as an ape, I can't use my looks ability for anything because I'm an ape and I can't do this. And I had this You're one condition. Ape. I had this one condition where every time I, I had to, I, I could rob someone, I had to. So it was like, it was just, it's ridiculous. So you have these things and the way, the way the game is supposed to play is at the beginning of the game, you have your, you have own piece of paper and I'm supposed to write down how many destiny points I'm going to get and how many story points I'm going to get. You're just guessing. They have to equal to 20. So I might write, all right, I think I'm going to get nine destiny points and 11 story points. Yeah. And once I have either, That's 20. I, once I have both of those at minimum, right, I then can go back to. Uh, the, the the middle city of Baghdad, have an interaction, and then I can win. Ah. That is 
fucking absurd to play that way. That's true. Because that's a game. Though. Joe, as There's Joe rules. played, a winner. as Joe played, he had he, one of his events was he doesn't get destiny points. He only gets story points. Oh, so his story points was at then twenty, you can't win. and his story was at <laughs> one or something. It was like it was like completely opposite. So it's like who, how would he have ever picked that? So we basically <laughs> we basically house ruled it, and we play once you get to a total of twenty. You can okay. then activate winning and go back to the middle wow. and win because the game could, in theory, last an eternity. Yeah, forever. Because <laughs> right. you're not going to write down. All right, I'm going to get 19 Destiny points. Well, I mean, you're going to write down something in the middle. So it seems yeah. like a game that's almost just, impossible yeah. to play test. I think test on BGG you of... find um, you'll find things that that tell you like, all right, this is probably how you should play. There's also some things with the event cards and how you change them up. But the game is just so silly. <laughs> you can't. Don't play if if you're going into this game going I'm gonna win this board game you're gonna have no fucking fun <laughs> it is not gonna be fun but if you just go in going I'm gonna listen to these ridiculous yeah, stories I loved ride. I loved reading the stories every interaction Bill had in our last game was bad but it seemed to start <laughs> so good it seemed to start like oh you you go after this person the person's not paying attention and and yep. you grab this you grab the treasure from them and as you're walking away then these mountain eight mountain lions come and attack you and it's, it's like it seemed like it started so good but then ended so badly and the story is just so everybody at the table is just laughing yeah um, oh, sorry i'm on z-man games websites you can i just added a copy to my cart for 60 bucks oh, okay. oh so, i was just gonna say i feel bad because if you're talking about this right game, it nobody sounds so can fun get it and no one can get it but yeah. maybe you it's, can get it so again it's just not from i amazon. think it's probably <laughs> yeah don't go for amazon you're gonna have to be in the right group be in the right mindset for yeah. this game to be fun i can see that if if you buy this game and you're playing with your gamer group and you go in maybe playing by the exact rules and trying to like win you might play this and be like this game is the worst game i've ever played i get yeah. it i've read yeah. some of the one comments as in like board game beatdown comments and there's not a lot that i can really disagree with <laughs> because people are like this isn't a game this is yeah, storytelling yeah. i can't control my character i can't control yeah. this and you can't you just go you just, <laughs> just laugh and you just have fun with it and it's, a, it's a leaf in the wind it's yeah, a really fun game like bill makes this game very fun yeah, right because yeah, right. his personality just, just and we're all just laughing at like what the hell is going on i spent like the last eight turns in jail i couldn't get out it was just <laughs> it's it's absurd so if you're looking for something like that that's fun it's a it's a again it looks expensive 60 bucks it's you get a lot there though How you do get a lot it? Old. old 2009 maybe 2010 10 or so let's oh. look let's so let me do a quick I'm, I'm gonna do a quick no it's bills okay i'm gonna do a quick board game beat down to this one okay so <laughs> are you serious 2009 yeah why not um here's a quick board game beat down of arabian nights, Tales of arabian nights. okay I'll, I'll read you um i'll read you two of them rocksteady 72 rates it a one <laughs> tales of arabian shit <laughs> 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 and then uh, n the next one who also raises a one would be uh, Magic Pink who writes I prefer anal surgery over playing this ever anal again surgery. Ooh, anal surgery yes. anal surgery okay so prefers it <laughs> I get it I get the I get how this game can really you not you hit with you guys free shipping <laughs> too oh, 60 okay. bucks for Z-Man free shipping is happening right now alright it's happening yeah I'm gonna try it he'll buy anything for you can play bucks. it at well, well we could usually uh, we usually whip it out at Nerdfest and we just play for an hour because it's hilarious. Yeah, okay. we've um, never, you've never played it, right? But site store temporarily closed for orders. We will resume taking orders on August 2nd. Today's tomorrow. August 1st. It's weird. Okay. I'll, but yeah, it's I, a goofy tomorrow. game. That's fine. Um, That's I, I think it's a love hate game. So yeah. Yeah. I, I can, I can see. If you get this. a chance to maybe play it without buying it and just see if you enjoy no, that goofy story <laughs> oh thing. God. I know I'll love I would, I would laugh so hard at this game. Yeah. That's I got one more quick fantastic. one. You got anything? 
No, no, take it away. Okay, I want one more. Yeah, what quick you got? One. Um, it's this is like expansion corner here. Um, I want to talk about corner. the the Nidavellir expansion I finally played with. Oh right. Okay. So the Nidavellir expansion is called Thingvellir. Thingvellir. Yeah. What does Valir mean? Okay. What is Nidda? Thingvellir. Nidavellir is like a. Isn't that a place? I think it's a place, but it's got to be like I don't know if it's in Greek, as if in the mythology or something. Oh, Nidavellir means the wane of the moon in oh, in Norse cosmology. Of... Okay. All right. So it might be like a, a Norse god thing. Weird. So thing Valir, I don't know if that's just like, this is an extra thing. I don't yeah, know. That's weird. Um, are you typing in thing I'm liking up thing. Thing Valir, National Park. Oh, okay. It's the National Park. Oh. Thing Valir is a historic site and national park in Iceland, east of Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Okay. Um, so I that's played the expansion, and this is a game that if you've listened to previous episodes, I, I like. I like Nid of Valir. I think it's a good game. Mm. It plays in 45 minutes. It's a very cool set collecting auction game. If you kind of remember it, you're... Um, just as a quick overview, you're recruiting these dwarves, if you remember. Dwarven dig. And you're bidding you're bidding um, on your own player board for uh, the three different locations. Okay. And you're kind of exchanging and upgrading these coins. Um, I don't want to get into every single thing, but the Thing Valir expansion adds two new types of cards, which are pretty cool. Okay. And these two cards are mercenary cards and artifacts. And uh, these cards are placed separately from the taverns. So the three taverns are where you're mostly taking your cards from. And then these extra cards are placed separately. And if you win the bid for the tavern, you get to, instead of choosing one of the dwarves in the tavern, choose one of the new cards if you'd Ooh. like. So the mercenaries are cool because the mercenaries, because if you remember, the game has um, five different colors. There's like the, the red dwarves and the, and the, yes, the purple dwarves and the green dwarves, but right? So the mercenaries have two different colors. So this dwarf could be green or red. Um, this one could be blue or or purple, right? Cool. Um, yeah. And what's great is you can pl- you play these cards at the end of the uh, first phase and the end of the second phase. So they don't add to your column right away. So what's kind of cool about it is at the end of the round, you can sort of check everybody's board out and see if you want to get a majority in one or the other. So okay. it kind of gives you some options, what I like. Sure. And the artifacts give you kind of a cool power. Okay. Or like a different way to score, kind of a, a more unique way to score, which I kind of like. Um, it's a good... It's a good expansion. It's kind of what I like in expansions. It's not a big thing. I'll probably never play without it. It doesn't add more setup. It doesn't take more rules explanation because really all it is is, okay, you win a bid. You get to pick first in the tavern. Yep. If you don't want one of these cards, you can instead choose one of these cards. Okay. That's it. So that's that's now the new setup. Um, and then it's also what I like is that it adds enough strategy where I can I can focus on that or I don't have to. Right, Bill never took one of those cards from the top thing and did just as good as everybody else. Oh, wow. right, we were all within five or six points. It was like super close. So, but I also like that Dave took some of them and ended up kind of in the same range. So it can either, you know, it, it can dictate a strategy if you'd like, but it also doesn't force you to go. Well, now I have, I have to take to do the this, or else stuff, I'm right? not going to win. I have to go. It seems like you know, a tough thing to, yes. to design. Yeah, and I and I think it's just a, it's a with cards maybe it's a little easier. Um, but I don't think I'll ever play without it. Um, wow. The only downside, I think, that if nobody really wants the cards in the um, expansion in the Thing Valir area, there's it doesn't cycle until the end of the age, so there's not a ton of cycling. Um, but if people are taking them, they move. That's a little kind of nitpick. Sure. Um, because you don't have to take those to win, right? It's not like, oh, man, you took the best one and you're going to win. So I think it's cool. If you like Nid of Valir or if you haven't played it, you know, if they have some bundle, you get both of them. I would just get both of them. They both fit in the little small box. I think that was on my small games, mm-hmm. um, big games and small boxes kind of thing. So that is Nidavellir expansion. Nidavellir expansion. Thingvellir. Thingvellir, which we now know is a place in Iceland. A by park. Reykjavik. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Okay. 
quickly. Okay. But I want to ask it to you anyway. <laughs> One of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe is it on my? It is on the Natalie and Ryan joint top Ooh. ten, number nine on there. Did you get to play a game? I did. Oh yeah, a Vitalisera game that I've been really wanting you to play for a long time. Yes. Did you get to play that? I would really like to know what you're. I played what you a game called about. Near Mars. <laughs> no, near it's not even here. Oh. You're right. You're right on there. You're on, right fucking on there. You're right on there. Or you're in the space station. You're close to it. Yeah, you could be close to it. Close too. to slash you're on right. Mars. Near so I played on, on Mars. And this was a game that was probably at my top of I really want to play this list. Yeah, I've been pumping it and up for you because for a while. it's been pumped up not only by you but by every time someone posts on Instagram or talks about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, like oh, they oh love my god, play this game. and again, it just stands out because it's so fucking beautiful. Mm. It just like the colors just it jump is. off the board and the box, and it's just something that I was just Jones into play. It's your second Lacerda, third Jones. Lacerda. Um, you played Vinos. Vinos a long time ago. You played CO two. Yes. So this would be number three. three. Yep. Uh, this your favorite? this would be my favorite out of the three. Um, I think probably by a lot. Yeah, agreed. And not like my favorite game ever by a lot, but my favorite Lacerda, Lacerda game by a yeah. lot. Um, and I think that maybe the other ones that I'm going to play soon, like Kanban, would probably even be maybe above CO2 and Vinyls. But we'll get there. Yeah, personally, um, I it's hard to... Other than on Mars... The last Lacerda I play is always my favorite. Yeah, right. Like, I'm like, ooh, we played CO2. Like, Fuck ooh, yeah, that's my so favorite. So we played Lisbo. I'm like, oh yeah, I love that yeah. one. Yeah. Gallery's like, oh yeah. And then on Mars, I'm like, okay, on Mars is the best. Yeah. What so we even wait, played CO2 since on our last on Mars play. I've been wanting to play Vinos. How is that? It's great. It's great. It's actually still a really good game. It's yeah, it's, it's actually like fits probably more in that like lighter realm of like yeah, games. Really that, it's that heavy, played. but it's it not on heavy. Mars heavy. And it, it might be a game that you might want to play more than once or twice yeah. a year, right? Like There's it could get to the table a lot. On, Mar- on Mars is vi- for the style of games that we play and the audience we're talking to about games we play on Mars is about as heavy as it gets. Yeah. I, yeah. so I was talking to Devin the night was, uh, during the day of the night that we played it. And <laughs> I was kind of telling her, I'm like, this is, this is going to be a heavy game. Like the teacher's yeah, going to be pretty long. I'm like, just get, in the brain. She's like, well, what? Because I've talked to her about the BGG rating before. I'm like, what? She asked me what it was. And I'm like, right, well, let me give weight? you. Oh, yeah, she's cool. like, let me give you some comparisons, right? Let me pull up um, Trish Magistus. Let me pull up um, Underwater Cities and tell you about. So Underwater Cities, I think, is like 3.6-ish. Yeah. Um, okay. Terraforming Mars is lower than that. Yeah. Um, Trish Magistus is at like a 4.1, 4.0 something. And so I told her Trish Magistus was at a 4.1. And that like. That game kind of melted her blew brain. her brain up, right? What she is, was just uh, like on Mars. So on Mars like is 4. like a four point six four. So she was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" This I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay," yeah. but I'm like, "I don't think it's as bad, and I think you're gonna like the theme more of on Mars than you did Tris Majestus. I think it might click more." So I set it up, and I was just like drooling over it. Set it up <laughs> and uh, taught it to Devin in about forty-five minutes. That's actually pretty good. Um, which isn't that's pretty good. Which isn't too bad. Wow. Some of the stuff I was like, okay, let's not. I'm not going to go through the contract cards because they aren't going to come out yet. Let's yeah. not do that. Let's yeah. talk about the scientists that are out, and then when they yeah. come, we'll, we'll we'll get to these parts because it's our first play. Let's learn the game yeah. and whatever. Um, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to explain the th- that one action where you can move to Mars earlier, right? Yeah, sure. So I'm like, dude, let's just not do that right now. And then when the, right. the ship moves, we'll, I'll, I'll tell you about that. Yeah, so like there's some stuff I, I strategically yeah. left out to not be like, oh, and then, and then. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, and then we played for about an hour and a half uh, the first night, and then we picked it up the second night. Everyone was like, it's getting late, let's go to bed yeah. and finish it up the next night. And I really loved it. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was great. I thought Sweet. like for so how heavy, the hype. yeah, for how <laughs> heavy that yeah, game yeah. is, it's, it's, it's seamless. 
But right? the, th- the things seem it's to like how make heavy sense. Would it, yeah, it's intuitive. Like yeah. it makes sense. Where you know, there's what I think is the most difficult part of the game is it, it takes a lot of planning, right? Where you know, I'm I'm at the beginning of the game, you can travel back and forth between this space station and Mars, and Mars pretty proper. quickly. And then as the game progresses, you're now spending two, three turns in one area. But, you know, I only need one resource. Yeah. I don't want to spend three turns in the right. space station. But what's cool is in the space station, you're gathering resources. You're getting blueprints. You're basically doing yep. this stuff. You're Technology, planning for the stuff yeah. that you're going to do on the planet. And then on the planet, you're building. Mm-hmm. And But, yeah, it's like how do I get my one resource without going all the way back, spending turns, getting nothing that I need, and wasting – because where you're getting the points – is on Mars, right? And then if somebody else is there building stuff, you're losing. Yep. You're losing you traction. Be over there. So, you, so I loved that planning of what are my turns going to look like? And I'm not planning ten turns ahead or anything like that because it's my first game. But like, I liked planning two or three turns ahead and going, all right, I need more people. Now I can now take another action if I bring a new ship in, yep. or okay, this will help me get an extra water so I can build the plant building yep. and and do that. And the game just worked so seamlessly i thought there was some parts that confused me with there's a lot of you can use my power or you have to pay attention to other people's that's player tr- boards that's one of the trickiest things i think in the game yeah which, yeah. which so part of it's like my stuff. technology so i can't build a water building unless there's a technology at a certain spot on the player board but i don't have to have that technology just right. someone does, someone right, does. Right. which again thematically makes sense it's yeah. not like i'm the only one yeah, building i can on only mars. do hydro like kind of working it, together so to build mars yeah yeah so but not now i'm paying attention to devon's board and she's paying attention to my board and she's like well can i do this i'm like all right yes i have this power for you to be able yes, to do that but now that, but it's gotta but be I at like, this level but now yeah. i get a bonus because you use my right. technology okay. so i might get to move that up for free yeah which i like it just seemed it worked the game right. just worked it's beautiful um I, I look. I had to look at the rules a handful of times because it's a heavy game. It's and, a four point six. That yeah, a and, lot. And, yeah. But the there's a player aid that I thought was great. Um, mm-hmm. That kind of went through like here's kind of the steps that you do. Yep. And it's something that I Devin also agreed she wanted to play it. Like I want to play it before the end of the summer again. So one more time cool. before we go back to school because I think when school starts might be it's hard to difficult do. to <laughs> yeah. get um, to the table, especially after like teaching all day. We just want to like be taking naps but uh devin also really enjoyed it she said she's like i know this is a very good game she's like i liked it she thought it was easier than trismegistus yeah. she thought it was easier than tuant and suyu yeah um i think she's wrong but um she, th- those games just didn't click for her right yeah, trismegistus for some reason when i looked at it, it just clicked in my brain yeah. and i'm like i know what to yep. do well i mean this for, game kind of clicked with her For how heavy this game is that's the best part about it is that it makes sense. So even if it's difficult, like deciding what to do or planning, at least you like understand the mechanics easily. Yeah, I think those games think, do that like, really well. Like Trisp, we haven't played Ta- that. Ta- 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 like that one for me. I remember that one. I was just like, I don't get it. Like, what am I? Like, I'm sure this is not a hard that hard, but like, I'm not like understanding it easily. Yeah. Where like I think on Mars, you at least understand the rules easy enough for such a hard game and that like goes a long way yeah yeah there's just enough things is a little different than other games yeah yeah there's enough things for you to do and not too much stuff for you to do to and sue you you can put a guy anywhere on that board right there are 
70 different placements for you to put a game and and some of them don't make sense yeah you would but in theory you could put them anywhere Mm -hmm. in this game here are the four actions you can do on mars here are the four actions you can do in the space station you only have this putting them together is where the game melts your brain right how do i put these together in the most effective and efficient way Mm -hmm. and Devin and i didn't care too much about that because it was a verse play and we're just trying right how do we do this and you know oh we forgot to move this marker like that kind of stuff but yeah it just seemed to work and and Devin again with with having these are what you can do she never felt stuck it was never like, well, now I just, yeah, why am I doing I this? Do. How do I do this? She's like, oh, I just, I bring a ship. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, that was going to get you points in the game. Yeah. Now you get more people yeah. and now I can do something, right? Yeah, you can use that if you want to go back to right. the space station. Um, mm-hmm. I love, I thought the little scientists were also very cool. Once that, you build these yeah. buildings, you get like, you get your own superpower. Yep. But you like, can put it on someone else's. And I have the water scientist, and... so I can use yours. And now it becomes free for you, yep. which is cool. So the player interaction, I think, was at a good level. It wasn't a it wasn't a fuck you player right. interaction. No. It wasn't a right. take that. The only really take that would be like you built in a spot where I might want to build. But yeah. that's not that's yeah, not a problem. Really. The player interactions are we're kind of working together. Your power is awesome. It's going to help me out. You're also going to get something for it, which yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah, it was just really smooth. I would play it now. Like I would play it. We're getting together awesome. this upcoming weekend. Maybe play. It's but. so I'm glad that yeah. you. Liked I, I, I'm glad. It. I'm glad it that Devin liked it too. Devin liked like, it enough where she would want to play it that again, was like, which I is was huge. Like, I'm not sure. Like I know she's like. A, I'm in. What'd you say? I said the four of us could play. Oh, it, maybe. Yeah. You know. Boom. I know she's. We'll not be right like, back. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> Three hours later. I do that all the time, and Devin's like, "I knew you were gonna do that." Yeah. Whenever something pops up on the screen, <laughs> really? it's like it's like two weeks later. I just like yeah. say it, and she's like, "I knew you were gonna do that." Just like earlier when Ryan was checking a rule for Twinkle and he... Yeah, Jeff knew... Right when you were like, said it. Just like, like you're about, about to say it. Yeah. You're about to say it's about It's that. a sex joke. Yeah. yeah, it was too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find over at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting to also in large part to our merch store. We have a merch store which you can find at thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash merch. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Want to buy one of everything? Sure you do. Redbubble makes it incredibly simple to fork over all your extra dollars you aren't spending on Crystal Meth or the Gamecasters Patreon or the Gamecasters Switch channel and where the clothes of the podcast that makes thy broke just kidding don't blame us you're the one addicted to meth today i'd specifically like to highlight everybody we've got date night dice to make your ears feel nice we got the meeple mentor to make you learn better what boardgame.com content you'll nom nom spirit island again might be good old being friends games and beer sound nice check out fantasy and some flights who puts us all to shamer why the charity board gamer you know jerry ann gobbs from the board game snobs how about eat drink game now you know their name you know who is good people that midwestern meeple for a super duper fun day check out super board sunday solo gaming sound nice how about me myself and dice cast each week you proclaim That'd be Friday Night Games, which account is for lovers. That'd be bad board game covers. Want to cut and discuss? Sheer boredom's there. Gus, get at top of the table for adult content, Mabel. A couple games as well. Thanks to Zach and Michelle. You know which YouTube channel's fine? New board game design. McKay's the board game critic. If you're looking for a cynic, you better not snooze on those better half reviews. Family Meeple makes the content that makes me seem constant. One game? Oh my, that's the smash-up guy. Next comes Kelly like a sneak. She's that gamer geek chic. And her husband's not a shamer. He's the bearded dot gamer. That's the gateway crew. And they're here for you. 
So I'm giving them a shout so you might check them out and find the next content that makes you content. Uh, uh, gateway. Yeah. Gateway. That was yeah. very wow. impressive. Oh, man. I'm, wow. That was good. That was like some white boy rap right yeah, there. Yeah, it totally was. But it was that really right? good. Oh, it yeah. reminded me <laughs> of when you were singing it. It reminded me of um, that's like uh, Michael Scarn song. <laughs> Michael Scarn. <laughs> Damn it, dwicked. <laughs> and that's how you do the scarn. <laughs> Make new friends and you tie that yarn, yeah. and that's how you do the scarn. That was good, babe. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Straight off the brain. Made up, yeah. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the Gateway Network will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. If you ever wanted to support the show but weren't quite sure how to do it, maybe consider flushing your money down the GameCasters toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or even content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that new set of gold-plated chopsticks Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the GameCasters to help out. So did my circumcision yeah, no, stick? Yeah, it worked. The 69th one it was, was, it is, is what happened. Can I say something yep, the 69th really one. Yeah. I just circumcision. read on wet... Wackapadia. I just went wet bubble. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> you went, I just went on Redbubble, and today is Sunday, oh. August 1st. It said for five days only, 25% off all clothes uh, with the code Get Dressed. Get Dressed. So if you, you want to get some of your you gateway swag or whatever stuff. Well, how long is the sale going? I just said five days. Five days. So so today's the first. The day of this recording is also the day it releases. Yeah. Okay. So you should be listening to it the day we're talking about it. Okay. <laughs> The GameCasters Twitch account has just relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night streaming board games and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough GameCasters in your day, please consider heading over to twitch.tv forward slash GameCasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I take mine toasted with lettuce, tomato, and red onions. <laughs> Seriously, I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone trash at games play games come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before but i'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can either send me a message or you can send uh, or you can check out one of our posts that links the link to join there's a post that i made a while ago that has that link or you can just dm me talk to me for a few minutes tell me how great my i am how big my penis is and we will have a good time i'll give you the <laughs> link to the discord it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so please consider checking out uh, the gamecasters discord server here we are Again, for another installment of the game, Casters Ascend Chills. Yeah. <laughs> the idea behind this segment is that these are games that all three of us unanimously agree are likely good for most everyone. That's not to say everyone will love them, but these are games that, if you don't have a collection, would be pretty safe bets to purchase sight unseen. We have five essential games already, if you can believe it. 
which are Bonanza, The Castles of Burgundy, Strike, Just One, and the most recent Quacks of Quedlinburg. Now, on to the sixth game to reach the upper echelons of Gamecasters fandom. Yes, the next installment in our Gamecasters Essentials line is... Istanbul was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Constantinople, what a Constantinople get the works. That's no one's business but the Turks. Yes, Istanbul is our next Gamecasters essential game. But why? Why is Istanbul essential? This game is the perfect game for this list to me because of the broadness with which you can play it. The base game has enough going on that it's not too simple for an experienced player but doesn't have so much going on that a non will feel like they can't compete. It's got enough rules to get and gaminess to be a perfect gateway game for somebody as it feels like you're playing a bigger game, even though it's really not all that heavy. However, the expansion content really ups the complexity and scope a bit. If you add the Mocha and Bakshish expansion and uh, the Letters and Seals expansion at the same time, all of a sudden this game becomes a pretty thinky middleweight chonkers game. So the game can grow with you. It's incredibly rewarding and fast-paced and action-packed with a dash of luck, while at the same time giving many options to plan and map out to make you feel clever and satisfied, and it's just a superb game for every type of gamer. I would play this with nons and also not hesitate to play it with a hardened game group. I truly think it fits all those situations well. You know, you're all, it's like it's like a kid's show that the adults like, too. You know, you're looking, you're yes. always looking for, like, that show, that, or, or even a game you can play with the kids, or, or a show, you know, like, oh, I don't want to watch Peppa Pig again, because it's just like, okay. <laughs> you know, you want something like like Marvel, you know, like, like I can watch, you know, the Avengers. Over and over With and the over. kids, and it's great. And I would also watch the Avengers by myself. Yeah. Istanbul is the Avengers for me of board gaming. Like I can it's play it with nons, and I can play Infinity it with War. yeah. Like we play it at Nerdfest, you know. And yeah. like it's like a lot of our favorite game. We'll, we'll play it. It's like Natalie's top one or two favorite games of all time. Her other one might be on this list as well. Anyway, what do you guys think? Why do you think Istanbul deserves a spot in uh, the Game Casters um, Essential line, Natalie? I mean, basically everything you just said. It. I mean, Istanbul, obviously. For me, it's probably been my number one game or number two game for years. It's like since the very beginning of when I started playing games and and I still feel the exact same way about it. It's kind of got that like Castles of Burgundy feel for me where like it's like the perfect weight. It's always fun. You, it has enough stuff and expansion stuff to like keep it different. You know, it doesn't get samesy and... Um, I don't know and like I feel like again just like all of our essentials it would hit with a very large you know group of people yeah like from who have all different kinds of um, you know tastes in games so it's a great great game I believe it was the Kenner Spiel winner of 2014 I believe you it could be. It, it wasn't right the Kenner's right. 2014. It a little symbol. Look at me. Yeah, I remember I got it. That that was the reason I bought it. It I, I in twenty the Nerd Fest of 2015 must have been. I was like, okay, Istanbul won the Kenner Spiel. I'm just gonna buy it. And we played it. And I I'll never forget that play as long as I live because it was who all played. It was me, you. Were you there in that play? I think so. Was me, it you, Bill? And Bill Christy? It was me, you, and Bill. And it was it was like it was like five of us. I think me, okay. you, Bill. But Christy came, so it was me, I'm going to say, it was me, you, Bill, and Dave. That's what I'm going to say. Sure. I explained the rules. Bill typically doesn't light up like this, mm-hmm. typically, when you explain game. He just kind of listens and soaks it in and then plays. 
I could see him as I'm explaining this, like lighting up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> Christy showed up right before we started playing. And she's like, oh, oh I this play. is at a nerd fest. I yeah. didn't remember this. She's like, yeah. oh, I want to play. And Bill's like, it's yeah, fine. Definitely playing. And then she sat down and he didn't give me a chance. He just explained the entire game that I just explained Whoa. it to her. Probably and in I that moment, like 10 times better because Bill's like a freak sometimes. I wasn't playing offended games. though. Right. I was like, impressed oh, that he cool. like soaked it all up. No, not even that. I was just like, I, what I, I was excited because I was like, he likes, he liked what he heard from my explanation so much that he like I, I he was like he's already I'm like he's buying like, this game for sure and yeah. yeah it's one of his it's one of his favorite games yeah. too I would think he, well I mean it's a, just another similarity Castle Burgundy it's definitely not a game that I would buy like based on the look of the box cover either I could see people passing welcoming it by. man yeah I could see I could see passing you know, it by because like, oh, it doesn't have boring. like anything yeah. soup because nowadays with artwork on boxes you gotta like if you're gonna just have somebody buy a game based on the box cover. You might not. You might. This not has a very like stereotypical Euro game. Yeah. Where there is a dude yeah. holding something. A dude um, in like a market. Yeah. yeah. And, and not, he's not yeah. like pretty. he's not really happy. Yeah. You know? Right. Like, he yeah. looks okay. He's My brother like, Dave always talks about like like why is everybody yeah, the on these Euro the games angry or <laughs> right. bored on the box? But you know, I'm, I'm even looking at Ryan's collection and I go through these like, you know. Uh, Twas, uh, boring man on Grand Austria yep, Hotel, yeah. sad looking lady. Yep. Istanbul, the, you know, uh, Kalis has this angry looking soldier, <laughs> yeah. right? Hallertau, at least the woman's smiling. smiling. So right. it's a very stereotypical yeah, looking yeah. box, but. Yeah. Um, I think another big plus for this is that it plays five. And like, you know, sometimes you get stuck in situations where like you don't have four, you have five, and you're like, I want a good game to play with five. I don't that doesn't just... take six hours. Yeah. Right. And like, this is perfect. Like, this is like. A game I would play with two, three, four, five, and it's like, yeah, it's a good one. What do you think? I really like it a lot. I, I agree. The game is almost perfectly medium. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, great. And I think there's a a wonderful mix of strategy and tactical decisions in the game where, you know, all right, I want to go to these places, and then something happens, and you go, well, now I can't because I don't have the money to pay for the person that's already there. Mm -hmm. Someone blocked my path, or (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know. So you you have to pivot, but also stick to a strategy. You can't just go willy-nilly around the board collecting a bunch of random, you know, what, what would be in other games? Maybe random points and happen to win. Mm-hmm. This game is a race to six. Okay, it's not like you're not scoring right. 100 Base points. Base game is five. You're, okay, yes, it's five. Right, right, right. Right. So Base you're game. racing to get five gems, right. and that's but it. But even that's yep. cool. It's not like most points wins. It's like whoever gets there first wins. Yeah, and it's not, and there's well, not. the game, but yeah. There's well, not yeah. ends the game. There's not just five paths, right? It's not like, oh, here are the five gems you need to get. Do them the right, fastest. Right. There's a bunch of different... I can get all five of my gems at the market. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can sure. I can get five... You I've know, done that before, right? right. Yeah. Played Everybody a hard money play strategy. Totally yeah, you can get three gems yeah. for money, and you just sit there, and you go kind of take this lap, and, yep. Back and, forth. and I love the different strategies to do the exact same thing. I'm, I'm, yes. Everybody is racing to five, but doing it in such a different way, and, it's, and, it, and it has this perfect, which you talked about with Ankh, this perfect, like ramp up to the end of the game where you feel like the first half of the game you look at everybody and everybody has zero or one gems and then three turns later somehow everyone has three yeah and you're like okay uh. this is going to be really really close to being over yeah. because yeah. i'm going to get my fourth on my next turn and yep. then there's that there's this perfect thing in this game that there is i feel like every time i play it i get to four like quickly yeah and, and i'm and like right there and then i'm like 
that fifth one just seems so much difficult to get. And yeah. I love yeah. that tension yeah. of like, I need three more turns to right. get my fifth is gonna, one. Is it going to happen? Am I going to get it? Because yeah. Ryan's going to get his fourth on the next turn. Is is his strategy better? Like, is he closer to getting that fifth one than I am? Yeah. And I just, that tension at the end of this game is is perfect. That's a really good point. That always happens at the end where like, you're always like, it's going to end and who can end it in the least amount of Who's turns like you first. can end it in two but i need three how is there any way i can get it yeah, in two so that i have a chance can I block Ryan you know, maybe that you know, is really cool we had a play at it. um grand con we taught this to uh mc dave mc and uh mr measles we taught it to them right and so we played and it on the last turn i was like i got this i was like i got it i got the mm-hmm. fifth i got my fifth gem boom i hit i hit gem number 5 on the last turn Right after me, Dave hit five gems. And then right after him, <laughs> Mr. Measles got six. He oh, got like got two, two on, on a turn or, turn or cool. some, somehow. I can't remember. He We ended up winning. Maybe we all got five and he won the tiebreaker, okay. which was like most money or something like that. But I remember like all three of us in the so same close. turn. Yeah. Like I was like, I got, I got my fifth turn right now to end the game. But I went first yeah. in turn order. So they mm-hmm. all got their turn and then they all happened to get the yeah. fifth gem too. Yeah. And it was it's stuff like that that's like, this is so because I was feeling that way, and they were both like, "Oh, but I yeah. got it too." And so none of us were saying anything, and it was really, really awesome. But in that, for some reason, in this game though, like when that stuff happens, you don't feel like, like, fuck. You feel like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was so cool," kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I, Ryan, I like what you said about like you can kind of grow with this game because I think that we've grown with the game because we we had a play of this recently where it was me, Dave. Uh, Joe and Bill yeah. and me Dave and, and Bill have played this game a lot yeah mm-hmm. a lot and it was Joe's first play and the three oh, of us right. beat oh, Joe yeah. to a pulp yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. We, we were like all within a turn of that I think mean, we were playing with the expansion so it was like we were playing to six we yeah. had all these extra yeah. tiles coffee and we're doing yeah, and, and Joe I think ended with two and was like far back so well I'm not like ragging on Joe but what I'm saying is like if, if it was just the three of us playing that game becomes so much more tighter because yeah. every fucking turn matters yeah. it matters yes. so much because one turn you might it might be on yep. oh my gosh i just wasted like, my oh one i turn screwed up I now i have to spend that. a turn to regroup everybody yeah. back right. together but if like, you're oh. if you're playing with like your first time and new you can make those little mistakes and then you start mm-hmm. tightening it up which i really right. like you don't start being amazing at this game mm-hmm. and then you start playing sort of each other a little more as the game as you start playing it more sure and and dave we were just talking to him last night he mentioned that this is his fa- maybe his favorite game that he's not great at. Yeah. yeah. He talks about all the time. He's like, I never come close to winning. He's like, but I love he playing. He does come close. Yeah, yeah, playing it. That's what he said. That's what Dave said. But, um, but he's always like, I love playing it. It's mm-hmm. so much fun for me to play it, even though I don't, I'm not usually in contention mm-hmm. to yeah. win. He's like, for some reason, I, I can't, I just love it. Yeah. And that's a great mark in its favor. And another point, I think, which is a good one to end on maybe, that makes this game the sixth game of the Game Catchers Essentials line. Go out and get you some Istanbul. Another another relatively inexpensive game. Mm-hmm. The most expensive game on our entire Game Castles Essentials line right now, I think, is only 50 bucks. Yeah. Castles of Burgundy Start is only like 50 bucks. You know, Istanbul, I think base game Istanbul is like 35. You yeah, get you, get a, you get a ton you know, of play not, out of the base. Oh, a ton cheap. of play. Same with Quacks Quinlanburg. That's not yeah. like expensive. Don't even game. worry about the expansion right now. Just, yeah, just right. play. Yeah, you can start play off Istanbul with base 10 times and be fine. Easy. Right? You'll you'll want to go more, not just because not because the game's boring, because it's got this cool variability setup too, which yep. makes it different. But you'll want to expand just because more is just it's awesome. It's just mm-hmm. more fun. 
So, what I think we should do now is find out what Devin has sent to Jeff during the time we were talking about and find out what's new in this <laughs> episode's Instagram inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, hello there. Deep voice, board gamer. Deep voice, Jeff. Mad voice, mad, mad, mad voice, voice. Deep, this is mad, mad voice, voice gamer board, with boards. <laughs> and this is the Instagram inbox. All right, guys, I Back kept it normal. a little light this time. <laughs> Good. Not board game related. Fuck board Kind games. of video game related, I guess. Yes. Who cares Do you guys remember games? the game yeah, uh, Kirby? Hell yeah. <laughs> Kirby? That's a... Video game? Yeah. I thought Kirby was like we'll part of another we'll right video. I'm not a video game person. No, Kirby uh, well, is the game. I thought Kirby was like part of Mario or something. He, well, he's Nintendo. He's the yeah, oh, Nintendo. He's so if you play Nintendo. like not part of Mario, you know, if okay. you play Smash Bros or something, Kirby and Mario yeah. are in the series. Oh, okay. No, Kirby, Kirby has his own. Uh, Kirby has his own franchise. Pink guy. Mm-hmm. Um, pink balloon. Guy. I did Google it in in the English world. Kirby's preferred pronouns are he, so he is a he. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Why would I guess a Maybe I would have guessed that. Oh, Nobody asked you. Google, Jeez. shut it. Google. So I asked, and if you ever played Kirby, so um, no. <laughs> what's Kirby is, think of like a side-scroller like Mario, right? Where you're just moving yeah. from left to right. Yeah. Okay. And the cool thing about Kirby is Kirby... He's a um, vacuum. He's a big vacuum, right? Which is Kirby, Kirby. vacuums were, as an <laughs> oh, actual vacuum. Okay. So he, he would literally like, you'd, you'd hold the B button or whatever, and he would... <sighs> He would like suck in the enemies, yeah. right? And then he would he would get the power kind of of who he sucked in, cool, which cool is kind of cool. So Very he might cool. be able to fly more, or shoot like yep. flames or like whatever. A sword. Yeah. yeah. So whatever he kind of inhaled, he would become, which is just a cool game. It's actually one of Devin's favorite games growing up. Really? Um, yeah. But That's, it's a cool, it's a cool. It's a cool mechanism. Yeah. So I asked on Instagram, Kirby just swallowed you. This is great. What ability did he get? Love it <laughs> from you. Okay. What is so, you yeah? What's your? Ability? I do need to start with. I got a message right after I posted this from okay. Sam McMeeple. Okay. Who said, I think I just ruined the inbox. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I'm like, well, what, what are you talking about? He's like, I didn't read it properly. Oh, didn't he? But he I'm already like, sent something to you? Yeah, he sent five. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, what, what did like you read it as, right? So it said, it said, Kirby just swallowed you. What ability did he get? And I was, you know, I'm hoping for like, you know, some of your bad traits, like, oh, he bites his nails now yeah, or something right, like that, right? right. Yeah. So apparently Sam just read it as, Kirby just sucked you. What did he get? Oh my god! Um, <laughs> what? So, would you like to hear those answers? Yeah, yeah. Um, In the world, should those be first? He came up with five. Yeah, those, these are these are gonna be first. Oh, I think so, I could too. Kirby just sucked you. Apparently, is how Sam read this. Uh, so he just made a lot of like you know yeah blowjob jokes. Bad, yeah. So um, an unhappy ending is kind of what uh, Sam said. <laughs> a trip to the doctors. Ooh. Indigestion. Indigestion. Um, Pregnant and my personal favorite, <laughs> not quite a mouthful. Oh um, man! So those are all just uh, Sam's misreading the question. Which means that him and Michaela just did something before yeah, that. And yeah, and he was not quite a mouthful. You don't have enough left for and that. I didn't second even batch. use the word "sucked you in." I yeah. swallowed, swallowed you, and all you. of a sudden, well, but swallowing anyway, you, I guess, could also. Uh, yeah, see. we're getting there. How many are in um, my mouth? Our fans. very own Ryan from the Gamecasters account. I'm assuming oh, I know him. probably not Natalie from the Gamecasters no, account. So again, Kirby swallowed question. you. What ability did he does he have now, right? Right. Kirby is now compelled to draw dicks on all of his enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Basically WTFing them to death. Yeah. What the fuck? There's dicks what? on me. There's dicks on me. So <laughs> Kirby goes <laughs> and then draws dicks everywhere. <laughs> yep, that's classic. That's you. probably what would happen. Yeah, probably just swallow me. Mick Dave, Mick gets easily distracted. So Kirby. 
Kirby is just kind of off like, doing what? something else. I'm right. going to kill. Oh, my gosh. Look over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got one more from, from McMeeple, from Sam. $5 for a job well done. <laughs> so, so, again, that was a, yeah. Um, board Gaming Madigan. Kirby just swallowed Board Gaming Madigan, and he now gets... The jiu-jitsu skills. Oh, oh sweet. Oh, he can beat up 12-year-olds That's actually now. a good ability. Now he can beat up 12-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got Nestor. Oh, yeah. The ability that Kirby just gets. Being easily annoyed by anyone who doesn't know what to do after being taught a fucking board game. Oh, my okay. gosh. <laughs> what is your to problem? Do it's turn one. I just one. told you. Just put your worker out there. Board game, Dad. <laughs> Kirby just got the ability of crippling anxiety and social awkwardness. <laughs> well, that's a good one. A lot of people probably would yeah. give yeah. that to Kirby. Yep. Um, Dr. Nightmare X77 gets the the ability that most of us have, just Herpes. procrastinating. <laughs> yeah. Herpes. Um, just procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll get sure. to that. And he'd like, no, yeah, he's like procrastinating tomorrow. like nobody else. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, that level next week. Geek Sheet Gamer said the, the chic out ability. And I was like, I don't know what that well, is. The chic out that? ability. So I geek asked her, you better I said, geek out. what is this chic out ability <laughs> that you speak of? So she said, it's basically the ability to geek out over any board game without embarrassment, judgment of any other gamer. She likes upgrading things. So Kirby is now upgrading all of his games and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Chic like out. This is just a promotion for Geek Chic. Yeah, yeah. All right. Emotional cyborg, Janelle. All right. Always comes, in, always comes in clutch. You know, I think she only gave me one this week. Wow. Um, she must be busy. She's slipping. I know. <laughs> Uh, Kirby just got the ability of undue optimism and the ability to eat everything and anything all the time. <laughs> she does um, like eating a lot. And basically, she said, she said, she said, basically, he's Winnie the Pooh now. Oh, <laughs> I feel like, like every time we talk cute. to her, she's like, I just ate a whole cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> or something like, like random. Oh, God. <laughs> I just ate a whole cheesecake. <laughs> I shouldn't have eaten everyone's popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And oh, Brush Monkey 87, oh, our giveaway the winner. winner of the giveaway. Yeah. The yeah. giveaway. Congrats, Kirby just got the ability to fall asleep wherever and whenever he wants. <laughs> And then he goes, seriously, I can fall asleep everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Mr. Measles gave Kirby the ability to solve chemistry problems really fast. <laughs> <laughs> what does he need that for, Mr. Measles? No, well, because what if he wants to like create some powerful chemical reaction to explode in someone's face? Okay, I Boom. guess that... Okay. Oh, that's you awesome. Um, you got okay. me there. <laughs> so I got uh, maybe a handful from this account, um, Homemade Soda. Can you say that again, but say a mouthful? Natalie? I got a, a mouthful. mouthful? Oh. <laughs> I got a mouthful a of them. You got a mouthful. I'm sorry, I got a mouthful of there them go. from Homemade Soda, the account oh, Homemade Soda, soda. That's cool. who gave me a bunch. Um, the uh, There's now the Kirby's abilities. Sure. Uh, celiac disease. Aww. The clap. Aww. IBS. <laughs> the clap. Morbid <laughs> obesity. Oh. Avid bird watcher. <laughs> and vasectomized. Oh, vasectomized. <laughs> Kirby's like, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> no more little Kirby's. Yep. Um, oh Miss God. Meredith CW, who is Sam, one of oh, Sam's Meredith. best friends I up there, Meredith. Uper, um, gave Kirby the ability to eat enough mac and cheese for a family of four. <laughs> Does he? You think he knows that? Like he eats, he eats Meredith. Like, okay, wait a minute. <gasps> oh, Ryan Mer- swallows yeah. Meredith. Whoa, yep. and then whoa. <laughs> you think he's like? I feel like I just want to eat I all need, the mac and cheese. I need all the mac and cheese. How is this going to help me beat this level? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> is the boss just a bunch of mac and cheese? That's how you do it. We <laughs> <laughs> just eat it. Bilbo Loggins, our buddy Ben. What's up, Ben? Um, Kirby now has a curly afro and sweats profusely. He <laughs> 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 sweats profusely? <laughs> yeah, we great. worked out a lot. Um, Nuclear Knight Peter <laughs> over there afro. says, Kirby now has the ability of pure shame. I think oh. I, that's not true, Peter. You're amazing. First of yeah. all, I think if if he swallowed Peter, 
he would just talk like this all the time. But be super nice. Because honestly, right here, this is what Peter sounds like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, the game. Peter master. also said uh, that Kirby would have high THC tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just great. Good for Kirby. That's the Peter I know. Yeah, there, he there is. you go, Peter. Um, better half reviews. Says the ability to trip on all sorts of terrain, even flat terrain. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Imagine Whoa. Kirby just like tripping Whoa. every time. Ooh, yeah. Oh, Shit. Oh. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, Bryce from Better Half Reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ability to be over analytical during okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the ability to do silly. This is all Better Half Reviews. The ability okay. to do silly voices and make simple jokes that go over people's heads. <laughs> the analysis paralysis ability. Also okay. from. Same in a- yep. Um, they have. They gave me a funny one. I I have to find. Allison and Bryce? Yeah. Oh, um, no, sorry. The uh, uh, Ameritrash. Ameritrash. Oh, Ameritrash talk. Um, yeah, they, so she wrote, <laughs> she wrote, Kirby can now just eat whatever the waitress brought him because that is better than telling her not, that's not what he ordered. <laughs> Which is just so funny. Yes. Um, and then. So many people do uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, uh, Josh made one up for May, um, who they both run this account. Okay. And said that, um, Kirby can now leave half-drink soda cans all over the house with no remorse. <laughs> Which is just so That's funny. Chris Bondi, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Tabletop Vibe says he just wants lightning breath, so I was hoping that maybe Kirby would swallow him and then give. he would be like, oh, have lightning breath, and maybe lightning he has breath. it. Lightning breath. Yeah, kind of cool, I guess. Um, like a dragon. Sheer Boredom Roberto says Kirby would now have the ability, the power, sorry, to satisfy women, but only professionally. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Roberto. Because he's cutting, he's like cutting, oh. hair, he's cutting hair, satisfying them. Um, <laughs> Kurt, those also do that, so maybe that's. I know. I was yeah. like, what? Kurt the Viking. Uh, Kirby can What's now just lose his keys <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Where are my damn keys? <laughs> he just, gets up to the boss. Oh, and he's like, shit. watch this. Oh, oh no, my keys. Where are my keys? He himself like, um, uh, pocket here. This is the, this is the, the final boss. Do you have your keys? Ryan, you'd be like, hey, Natalie, where'd you put my keys? Yeah, and then That's Swoozle, to end one. it off, the ability to shamelessly overeat and turn food into gas. <laughs> and regrets. Oh. <laughs> and regrets. And regrets. All those were so those good. Those funny. Yeah. I honestly think Kurt the Vikings might be my favorite one. Losing, <laughs> I have the ability to lose my keys. <laughs> Just, what a great ability. That's so yeah. funny. That, so that, that was the inbox. great that inbox. Kirby just like sucked that. you. What did you I get? I love that. What did you get? Yeah. A half oh, a mouth. Yeah. Go on, Michaela. Got the other half. Yeah. So uh, it is now that time of the show where Natalie both wows us and shushes us in this episode's installment of Natalie's Nook. <laughs> Why don't you step inside? Come on, it's warm in there. You think you found some grass, but nope, it's pubic hair. You wonder why there's so much underwear. You stepped inside of Natalie's Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, as Ryan said in our intro, I was not really prepared. Yeah, Natalie's Nook. So <laughs> I don't have a like clear-cut topic. That's what we strive just for. Here. Yeah, it's more like it, th- it's I just new. I just yeah, had some new. thoughts, and I'm just gonna kind of throw them out there and see what happens. Sure, that's what I would do. <laughs> not. Um, okay, so there. After <laughs> we played, after we played Onk yesterday. Is that um, even how you say it? Onk? Yeah, Onk. Yeah. Um, like Onk, Onk, move Steven. it. We, me, <laughs> and Ryan had some good discussion about the game and it kind of like brought up some some topics that made me kind of think and i wanted I to therapy. talk to them and ask you guys about them so um one of them i kind of like you know mentioned a little bit earlier that i was going to talk about in the nook when we were talking about how we don't like um 
the the take that type games or the games where there's like battles and you're like screwing each other over but there's a lot of people who find that like really fun yes one of the things and it's just so hard for me to understand because i don't feel this way i know like you don't really you might i think of the three of us you like that kind of that you kind of jeff? game yes okay, jeff likes like that to, yeah. that kind of game more than we do what so kind maybe of game you to have take that game insight yeah okay so here's here's my question okay so you know you're playing a game where there's like some sort of battle and one person wins and one person loses and then the loser like something bad happens them, like all their stuff gets killed yeah okay um the people who enjoy that kind of stuff i'm really curious how do they feel like do they get like are they like they you mean lose. if it happens to if, them? Yeah, if you lose, how do you feel when you enjoy those games? Are you like butthurt, but you're just over it quickly? Or are you like, I just lost. Wow, that was a good move that you did. And they're like having fun with it. Or like, I just don't get it because Ryan and I are very like emotional. And so like that stuff isn't that fun for us when you, we feel like we get screwed. You know, like I don't enjoy that and he doesn't enjoy that. And so the people who do enjoy these types of games. Yeah, like how? Like, is it just like, are they the kind of, is it just their personality? Like, were they the kind of people who like just let things roll off them and they doesn't really bother them that much? Or like they get over things quickly? Or like, what do you think, Jeff? Like, what do you feel when that kind of stuff happens to you? I mean, I'm only asking you because I know that you, you know like those Ryan kind feels. of games yes that and i know that you like them more than we like them i think okay i know i think you know what i'm saying you yeah, know yeah. What i'm trying to get at yeah so i think i'm gonna relate to a game that i like that is when you were talking about Ankh made me feel like the game kemet yep so very similar game kemet has obviously a very similar theme it has area majority um, the one thing I really love about kemet is there's different ways to score points and different ways to win um I don't like if if all of my eggs were in one basket and this is the only way to win and all of a sudden I go in and I, I just happen to roll dice that is that's less or I flip a card that's less than you and all of a sudden the entire game is gone. That feeling sucks, right? That feeling is not fun. Games are good when they have like a pivot point or a point that goes, okay, I just lost the battle, but yeah, and I can get points this way. Or I played the card that gets me points because I knew I was going to lose. Yeah. Um, and even though I didn't get the most optimal points of winning a battle, I have a backup plan instead of just like like a risk game, right? Where risk is just moving through the thing, you roll it and whatever. Yeah, and you just wins. win, right? Um, and I think my feelings also depend on the move. Like if someone in, in a game like that makes a good strategic move that maybe I didn't see, that's a it's a good play, right? I have to be okay with with someone else being good at a game and like and outplaying me, right? And I and people really like that. People like outplaying the person that's sitting at the table instead yeah. of just outplaying the game, right? I played the game better than you. Yeah. It's I played the game and you better than you played the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that hits people more competitive people really like people like that. People like that competitive nature of not only am I playing the board, but I want to I want to I want to outplay you in this. So what about when you're the person who gets outplayed? Well, it sucks, right? It sucks in the moment, but you have to like, that's why it's I'm like, It's almost like, like all you right. respect it because you... Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know... Um, like the gotcha moments are what I'm thinking of specifically. Yeah, and, like and that, you're like, I got all these things figured out. I'm going to play this card and I, I know I'm going to win. And then I come in behind you and I'm like, yeah, well, no. Ha -ha. Yeah. Like, how does that if make If there you is feel? something, 
if there's something for else for me to do, like if, at that moment, if I go, okay, well now I can't win this thing. Now let me relook at the game and go, what do I do next? Good. If my next move is just, well, now I need to go back into that space and try to take it. That's yeah. not fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That tug of war isn't fun for me. Yeah. Um, but you need to like get over it or like, it's like when you play poker, you can't be on tilt, right? Like try to find the next best thing to do, even though you just lost kind of your first pass. So the moment right. itself doesn't really bother you at all. No, it does. I think in the moment it does where you're like annoyed. Right. And, yeah. and, and we've all been annoyed kind of like or tried on. to be grumpy gamer, but you have to remember like, okay, can't be grumpy gamer. Right. Or I'm going to ruin everyone's time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the game. The yeah. game of Ankh is conflict. Yeah. The game of Kemet. Some of it is conflict. Yeah. So there needs to be that. You need to shake it off because you're going to make everybody's time miserable, which I think everybody who's played a game has done that. Everybody has made other people's time miserable because yeah. you've complained 100%. or because oh, yeah. you've done this. But try to recognize that and go, all right, you won. Good for you. What the hell do I do next? And even on the inside, if you're like fucking fuming, mm-hmm. you got to just do something else. Don't try Don't like show it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it sucks. It sucks in the moment when you do all this stuff and then you get burned. Right. Yeah. But I, you also have to do like. It depends on the moment. Is it just a random card flip that made me lose? Or did me going in and losing to Ryan because Ryan knew Jeff's going to go into that place. I'm going to be prepared when he goes in there mm-hmm. and I'm going to be doing things over here. And then when he goes in there, I have a, I have that strategy to beat yeah. him. That I have to be like, that was that good was job. well done. Yeah, right. Good job. right? Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, let's play war and flip the card at the same time. And all of a sudden you have six and I have two yeah. and I lose. That, that would that would piss me off, right? That would be like the rolling a die and you pick a number and roll it and then you lose, right? <laughs> Which we played. But, but right. it, I don't know. I'm, like, Ankh has to be a game where if if you took over one of Ryan's areas or Ryan blocked you from that, he had to be paying attention to that at least a yeah, little bit to know sure. that that was a possibility that's going to happen. So he's creating some plan, mm-hmm. right? That's but, Yeah, I think, I think um, another thing I thought of when you were talking about that was I think another thing is... P- if you enjoy this type of game and you're the one who like loses or or gets screwed over or whatever i can also see that maybe that kind of motivates you to like want to like try again like i want to get you next time kind of thing you know i want to probably not going to lose all the time yeah. in a game like this so there's a lot of times there's swings in these type of area majority or control it's rarely one per and maybe Ankh, you said had maybe a runaway leader problem but Rarely is there a game like like Kemet where it just is like one person just is dominating everybody. Yeah. That rarely happens. Usually you get beat. Even like a game like Dune Imperium, right, where you're, where you're trying to compete for that that majority at the end of each round. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where like, oh yeah, you flip over a card here, you flip over a card here, and you just lost, and now you lost a point, and now you lost that. Um, it's it feels different because there's always the next thing or like, I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get screwed on the card. We all got, remember we like, I screwed Ryan on one mm-hmm. of those two and then you did the Natalie and the yep. Natalie. It was just like, <laughs> yeah. it's going to happen to everybody. So, you know, it's you kind of have to shake yeah. it off or you're never going to like those games. Yeah. For some reason that seems, that feels different to me. Like, I don't feel that as take thatty as much in like a Dune Imperium. Like I, I, I totally, you're totally right. Cause there is that like, ha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not, I don't hate that all in all instances, but I feel like area majority games have this more than yeah. most other games. Yes. You know, this, oh, for sure. that yeah. bad feeling where you're like, oh, because you're like, I got this if, and you feel yeah. like this high and then someone just comes out from underneath and like and takes now, it away and you're like, and you didn't see it coming or you and you're like, oh my God, like, I just, oh. that was all my, I just, sh- I shot my load. Yeah. yeah. And it it didn't hit. And now I'm 
pissed. No, not right. at you. I'm not like pissed no, at you. But, you're just but I'm like pissed. Deflated. And that feeling of being pissed is like I I don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to feel that. Yeah. In a game, I don't want that to feel. And it's not. So I, that's what I think I'm wondering is like, what is it about people that love games like that where you're gonna feel pissed? Yeah, that's gonna they happen just to not you. Not feel pissed. Is it a different way that they their brains look at it? Like, okay, haha, damn that. Because I feel like a lot of people are like, that's funny. I think it's funny mm-hmm. when when I fuck you over. It's funny to me because yeah. fuck you. I get why and people I also would think, like being the oh, person. You just who got does me good. It. Ha! Yeah. That's hilarious. I don't. It doesn't interpret in my brain as funny or like, mm-hmm. oh, man, that's good. To me, I'm like, god damn it. I, and I think I think it's because of our propensity to love your the Euro style games yeah. where you're constantly building something and nobody else is messing with what you're building. Where in an area majority game, the entire purpose of the game is for people to mess with what you're building. Right. I'm I'm making this, you know, like pyramid. I'm I'm building, and it's your job to come in and smash it to pieces. Mm-hmm. And if I don't watch out good enough for you, you're going to do that, and then I'm and then I'm mad. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just that. Okay, I don't really tend to like those style of games. Like Cry Havoc is one. Did you ever play that one? No. That's a similar game to this where it's it's all area majority. It's got really awesome mechanisms. Yeah. All the things have different powers. It's really cool. Or what's that one that Bill we play with Bill all the time? Um oh, it's got like these like translucent, almost glow in the dark like pieces, and you're all trying to go into the middle. Uh it's an area control game. I it's a really old one. I can't I just can't <laughs> remember what it's called. But anyway, <laughs> we would play that a lot. And those games just don't do it for me as much because yeah. in in those games, more than any other game I've played, I have that feeling of like I'm angered yeah. because I lost this battle. Whether it's the roll of a dice, which can be worse, or whether it's like you planned better than me. Yeah, there's definitely a level of like, good job. You, you beat right. me. Like yeah. that was a good play for you. But it's more... I'm more selfish, you know, and it's mm-hmm. more like I'm I'm just fucking pissed. I just want to yeah. I don't want to lose that way. Now I have to start. Now I feel like I have to start over. Yeah. And I don't like starting over a lot of times. And that's how I, that's how I felt in Ankh. I was like, if I want to get back into this, I got to like start over. Yeah. Bring out one mm-hmm. guy. Spend all this time getting back to the state I was in before I lost to you. Right. You know? Well, and it's funny, too, because like that's what it felt like early on. I think like later on. That isn't going to be, um, <laughs> that's, it's not going to feel as much like that as it does in the beginning of the game. You're talking um, Ankh specifically? Ankh specifically. Also in Ankh 2. Um, Ankh 2? The electric boogaloo. Oh. <laughs> it, like losing a battle, winning a battle isn't the only way to get points. Like I could still like lose and then have majority in monuments and get some points that way, right. you know? So you're not Totally well, yeah, fucked. I'm not specifically I know, talking about it. But just in general. But here's another and I when you are talking, I'm making me think of like other points. Um maybe it does all just really revolve around if you like that style of game or not. Because mm-hmm. I just thought of when we played Pulsar, um, we both had situations where like we had a game where I was like, fuck yeah like i'm killing <laughs> yeah. it and then you were like this is the worst this is like terrible. i don't like do i i liked this game but like i am pissed like i had a horrible yeah, that's time the next play maybe that's the, the same feeling you for people who don't but, like euro games yeah, yeah you're getting your you, ass kicked halfway through and you're like but you why, like, am, why am i right, doing you this? love yeah. euro games so like you weren't gonna give up on that game because you were like Never i liked this you. game oh. but i'm so like <laughs> mad about this you know what i mean where maybe for people who we just don't general i mean at least me i just don't 
and generally enjoy the p- gameplay of these types of games. Yeah. And so when I get mad, it's not, there's no, nothing, there's nothing like redeeming, you know, there's nothing to like fall back on. Like, well, at least it was fun, even though I got mad at this one part. Right. Like that's. It's like, where do you get your me. enjoyment? Remember we yeah. talked to Gamey Lannister and mm-hmm. he was like, where I find enjoyment in games is when I'm in your face. Yeah. Striking you down and you're striking mm-hmm. me back and right. I'm and it's funny and we're laughing and I'm rolling dice. People and like, like that huge that tug of war. Yeah. And that's so this game and that's what those games have. Yeah. Right. Euro it games has, don't has have the potential those, right. for that. So he would be less likely to not play this if he got if he lost a and battle he explained or explained a Euro game like other than I'm just moving a cube, <laughs> right. and, you know, taking an action. And for him, that's like the epitome of boredom. But for the three of us, it's like, yeah. yes, give yeah. me that. And these that's aren't what I like, like these aren't my favorite type of games but i I obviously like them more than you do for sure but it's you know a game like kemet fits into that you know it would be there's a a big area majority in that game sure but you can win that game without fighting at all yeah which i that that's where that game i think shines for maybe both groups of people Mm -hmm. right well it's a hybrid right yeah yeah and can and you because you can and you can also win that game by going military 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 and by all the red tiles i'm gonna fight everybody yeah right but then someone's like i'm not gonna fight at all I'm going to get a point because you beat me. Yep. I'm going to take these white tiles yeah, the and help me get ones, points yeah. for money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're both going to get very, very close to winning with two completely different strategies. Yeah, and cool. I think it seems like Ankh might be more area majority, but kind of in that same mm-hmm. that same realm. Yeah, you kind of have to There's fight. almost like two different kinds but of the area fighting, majority. But like I said earlier in the review, the fighting is not so detrimental you're not literally going to be like i gotta put 20 things in here so i can win this battle because the winner of the battle just gets one uh devotion run mm-hmm. devotion yeah now you need guys on the board for other reasons than battling yeah right because you need them next to the monuments so you can get yeah. points and stuff that right, way or get followers or so you know, you, yeah. it, the, the combat is more intertwined yeah. in ankh than something like kemet um, but they do have a lot of similarities. I think you might like this for yeah. that reason. I think you just. I think it's all about like like Ryan said, and maybe Gaming Lounge said. How do you want to interact with the people at the table? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. And and if you have a group of people, and and maybe it would be like if, if I got in and played with a bunch of people that loved those type of games, maybe I get into it more, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. But if I'm playing area control with you guys, and I'm like, I know they don't like when I'm doing that. Like I want to do this. To I want to. I want to make sure people upset. are having fun. Yeah. And, yes. But if it's like if Gaming Lannister is like, let's play this game. I'm like, okay, let's yeah, play this game. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna play. Yeah, it. So like, let's sure. do it. Yeah. Totally. And maybe that becomes. Yeah. You yep. know the feeling. I kind of feel like right? we like talked it out. Read but, the rumor. But um, we, if anybody is listening, I would love for you to email us or is anyone listening? Message us. <laughs> anyone? <laughs> Please. Anyone's I just need listening. anyone listening who has yeah. like a thought that we didn't already mention, maybe, or like some insight. I'd love for you to reach out. Yeah, share it in the Discord. And share it. That'd be great. The Discord or, 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 or Instagram. Yeah, tell us why, Facebook, why you love those. Discord is a great way for because that. Because I truly am like, I want to know. I like, I find it interesting um, to know that kind of stuff, how people have different perspectives and different feelings, you know, than we do. I have feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff has feelings. Okay. It's okay to have It feelings. has been a while since we've done the lack of preparation game of the episode. Ooh. And we also have never beaten this one, I don't think. Damn. Oh, we So let's keep it easy going with the game that everyone at home likes to call Ugh This Again. Yeah. So in Ugh This Again, Natalie is going to try and get Jeff to guess 30 games in three minutes. I did so bad last well, time. Well, yeah, but Jeff but was, was getting you to yeah. guess. And you, it was... 
That was the you had the excuse at eleven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Jeff, can you pull up a timer? Okay, on yours. I'm going to give Natalie my phone so she can uh, look at the Google Doc I've prepared for this game. So basically, they're going to there's going to be three minutes, but you can just start the timer, and when it gets to three minutes, sure. I'll, I'll let you know. Um, so basically, Natalie is going to be able to say whatever the heck she wants to to get Jeff to guess uh, the game that she's talking about. The only thing she can't say is the name of the game itself or a word that is contained within the game. Um, the game, are you ready for the game? Although if the isn't <laughs> yeah. it, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So here's 30 games, Good. Natalie. You have to try to get Jeff <clears throat> yeah. to guess. Are we ready? I'm not okay, ready Okay, hold yet. on. Let me stretch. Okay. Unique New York. Unique <laughs> New York. Orange leather, red leather. Fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. I'm the fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. All right. Ready? Yeah. Any marks? Get set. Go. Okay. The game we just talked about today. Twinkle. The big one. Onk. Yep. Uh, the, the game we played today. Twinkle. Yes. <laughs> the game that you just talked about with the storytelling. Uh, Arabian Nights. Yes. Taylor Ruiz. Yeah, yeah. The game you just played that by Vitale Lacerda. Super <laughs> On Mars. Yes. The game we just played. The other game you just played with Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the game you talked about with the expansion. Thinga, thinga. Oh, the <laughs> Thinga, thinga. Yeah. Um, The essential from today. Uh, well, uh, Istanbul. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, our, another essential with beans. Beans? Oh, Bonanza. <laughs> yes. Another essential that's $50. Castle <laughs> Burgundy. Another essential that's a party game. Wax of No, it's uh, a party. Just one. Yeah. Another essential that's also a party game. <laughs> The other one you just said. Castle of Burgundy quacks. I don't yeah, know. Quacks. Right. <laughs> Are we pausing? Yeah, we I have pause. to pause. I paused it. Another essential. Another one. Another essential. You did this on purpose. Of course I did. Of course I did it on purpose. Oh my I god. Go that, crazy. that was great. Another essential! Name all oh the essentials. Oh my god. Okay, you're at, uh, you're, you're at almost one minute exactly, and you're through 12. Wait, one minute left or one minute No, no, you, you're at 55 uh, seconds right now. Like passed, you've gone? Passed. Pa okay. Yes. Whoa, look at that. Whoa. Another essential! My glasses are like all funny. You just hit it one. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> this is great. Oh, oh my god. god. Everybody, we're starting up with number 13. Glasses are like so. Hold on. They're like fogged <laughs> up because I started like tearing. <laughs> <laughs> another oh one. Another one. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! I lost uh, Jeff. I lost your. Oh, you just. Swipe, swipe it up. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. Are you ready, Natalie, with number thirteen? Okay, I'm ready. Here we go. Go. Okay, this one is a space one. Um, space. That's Circadians. like. Nope. It's really popular. You get like all the likes when you post about this. One. It's true. <laughs> all the likes. It's orange. And we have it, and you have it, and <laughs> terraforming Mars. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay, the one that um um being friends official loves. Spirit Island. Yes. Um, the. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh boy. Can do it. The that time of the month one. Yep. Blood rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, I don't really remember this one. I don't know that okay. one. Minute and a half. You're halfway through. Okay. Um. The it? chip theory one that Ryan loves. Cloudsfire. Nope, the other one. Uh, too many boners. Yes, too many boners. <laughs> okay, this one is one. It's a. It's a. I can't say that. Okay, we we there. There's like ten. You played all of this. Oh, We've only played like half of it. Because the initiative. He has not played all of it. He hasn't played he, any of it. He hasn't Destinies. played it. I thought no, he did. None of it. 
I've played none of it. Um, Two minutes. Okay. Okay, I'm going back. I'm Can't go, believe I've played none of it. Okay, <laughs> this one is one that Devin thinks is soup. It's harder than on Mars. Truth Magistus. Yes. This is like a pool game in the swimming pool. Pool. Yeah. A pool game. Yeah, and you're like sit calling like. Marco Polo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, not flow and not oh, and not market, key. That's fine. but. Oh, I see. That's fine. Oh, key, key flower? Yeah. Key flow? I'll right. give it a two. Um, um, a place where you sleep and then... Your bed. And, and, and <laughs> overnight, you know, for vacation in another country that is... Uh, what? Foreign okay. bedtime. 30 seconds left. Okay, no, 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 no. Let's move on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Quilt, the quilt one. Patchwork. Okay. The one with the with the with the silhouettes on the cover that you guessed so easily Code last names. game. Yeah. Okay. The one with the rondelle that you love, Steffeld. Yes. Okay. Uh, Ten skip, seconds. Skip. Alien. Oh shoot. Aliens. Um. With all the different different. Cosmic encounter. Yes. <laughs> so the happened? phone turned off. Your favorite game of all time with the with the. Underwater city. Yes. Two and then the one that's like time. a two-player. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you were hot out the gate. With yeah. Us. Another one. Well, that's because I didn't have to say much, you know. Yep. That's why it was so funny. So, okay, what you missed, Natalie skipped Maracaibo. Yeah. The one that you haven't played that Natalie thought you played for some reason was Clank Legacy. Oh yeah, I played I none of that. Played I played that. a lot of no, Clank. No, no. He's played and Clank, Clank in, space. in space, but who was it that played with Clank? You and me. Ben and M played it. I get confused for Ben and M sometimes. Both of them. What was the? Jeff the Mosquito Eater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Grand Austria Hotel was the one where you sleep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you could have just what? been like, not motel, but... Where were you, where you, you sleep? I wasn't well, even hotel close. Hotel and motel aren't the same word. Okay. Not Man, not where you sleep. Well, That's, then flow. Where kind of. you sleep was not in a foreign country. <laughs> I know. I know. That was pretty strange. <laughs> that, yeah, that was I don't tough. know what That's I was right. thinking. I, she, I was probably, panicking. <laughs> she skipped over Hansa Teutonica. Well, then the phone turned off. Yeah, Hansa Teutonica is a tough one. Did you get Underwater Cities? Yeah. Yeah. And so then... You, you didn't he, get to claustrophobia he, and coimbra. No. So you only okay. missed he did get one, cosmic four or something. Two, four or yeah, like four or five. So that was about as good as we've done. All right. That was pretty That's good. Maybe the, like the handed best the first ten intro of it ever. Thanks, Natalie. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Take that damn phone. <laughs> Another one. Another one. That was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> the other essentials. I honestly don't know what order they were in at all. It was. I just kept naming we essentials. Just have, we just like yeah. hit the pause. It was we Ankh, Twinkle, dying. Tales of Arabian Nights, On Mars, Lagranha, Nidavellir, Istanbul, Bonanza, Castle of Burgundy, Just One Strike, Quacks, Quacks, Quacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And it was. On tonight's top five, we're doing some fan service. Our own Mr. Measles, yes, he's ours, reached out to us and said, hey, hey, do something I care about for once and tell me your top five party games. How have you not done that yet, you youngins? We do own him because Ooh. we named him. That means we own, we own him? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, we own Measles. him because of that. Well, I named Joe Jitsu, Joe Jitsu, so do I own him yep, now? Yep, you do. We are pandering idiots, and so we do whatever anyone tells us without question. So what? without further ado, here is our top five party games. Woo, Let's woo. go, Natalie, me, and oh, Jeff this boy. time. Woo, so woo. We, uh, we're doing party games, right? What are party games? The BGG definition says... Party games are games that encourage social interaction. They generally have easy setups and simple rules, and they can accommodate large groups of people and play in a short amount of time. That's mostly well said. correct, PG. right? There are some outliers, I think, which you might find on this list. So, Natalie, without further ado, it's not ado, <laughs> it's ado. 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 Why don't you please hit us with your number five? Okay. So, I just want to say, I really like party games. Yeah. Like, I mean, talk about, like, Talk about it. The most Party. fun you ever have. You know, it's just nonstop like craziness and laughter. Rock is and fun. I could have made 
a top like 10 or 15 party games because as i was writing these down i was like these are all so fun mm. so this was really hard for me to narrow down oh, yeah. so nice. say it again i'm gonna have a Ooh. i'm gonna have a lot of honorable Smooth mentions jazz. is basically what yeah. i'm saying jumping bones jeff madigan hey there all right so number five like close to macho man i know i'm gonna go with this one it's probably gonna like surprise oh, yeah. you but i think this is like Twister. really really cool Twister. okay remember Cranium. you know the game <laughs> telestrations i know yes and you know the game Cards Against Humanity. I know it. When you combine those and play Telestrations with Cards with Against Cards Humanity, against humanity right, cards, yeah. do it. That is a really <laughs> good time. When you do it, when you do, do it. it. Do it. Do it when you do it. Do it good. When you combine Cards Against Humanity cards with, with, with do it. <laughs> yeah. With Twister. <laughs> Bring that to a party right hand, and you will Too much shitting in a bucket. Yeah. Okay. I, I think Telestrations can also be good if you just don't play with any cards. Telestrations right? is if you so, just yeah. If like, you go, all right, up. I'm going to make something it's up so and I'm going to draw it and then pass it, that's yeah. pretty cool. Instead of like drawing a card that's a school bus and you that's draw a school right. bus. We've uh-huh. had like, some more of the something... funniest things that have ever happened oh, in, yeah. in Telestrations. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you put use like a Cards Against Humanity put card using. as like the thing that you draw yep. and then it gets pa- like passed on and then you, to see what it started at and was like what it ended at it's like the freaking funniest yeah, thing ever so funny that's, that's a great five. pick that is a great pick for me number five is going to be a game it's not a traditional party game but this is a game that you only will re- will prop mostly only want to play at parties <laughs> jeff and bill don't play this only at parties um, they have like a, a long-standing tournament going. I don't know if you're still doing this long-standing tournament, which you, I think it's, you, were you it's, up it's on this one? It's always going. I'm it's up. It's just always it's, We're playing the first to 100. Okay. So this game is called Tumbling Dice. Yeah. Great one. Now, you can still get this game. There's been a ton of different versions. The current yeah. version that you can get is, I think it's relatively inexpensive. It's not the greatest version of it. It's a little, yeah, a little cheaper quality. Yeah. Than However, if you can find a nice version of like the first or second edition of Tumbling Dice, Pick it up. One of the best things that we ever did at work, kind of for game night, when we used to have the work game nights, was mm-hmm. introduce people to this insane game where you're just tumbling <laughs> a dice yep. down onto it. You're game right. of the game. And so we played this version. <coughs> we only played it this way. The people working out, and it's just so funny. Where the entire time you play, you have to walk around the table. Yeah. Everyone walks in a line around the table, and, and then you don't, stop when, moving. you don't stop moving. And when you get to your spot, you are still walking, and you like, and then you throw it, and then you keep moving. Yeah. You got your rest, and everyone does it back to back. It is the funniest, Everyone's most fun laughing. thing. Or you can play it the way Jeff and Bill play it, which is actually like really like the way you play it. Like yeah, well, that's what like the rules say, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, walking. Th- they don't tell you you're not supposed to walk around. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah, matter. It just says, you yes. do but I mean, you can, you can play it, it like like more seriously. Yeah. You know, go, go first to a hundred wins is you know they're actually like trying. It's not like a, you know, you're not Close necessarily playing like it like a goofy, thing. silly yeah. setting. But the game works just as well in both of these different ways. We always do a tumbling dice tournament fun. at every nerd fest every year. Uh, we have trophies for it now and everything. It's always a great, hilarious time. Everybody that plays it enjoys it. Yeah, that's not. This is not a game that people are just like. Oh, I got to play Tumble Dice again. It's just so much fun. Yeah, right. That was the longest I will talk this whole list. I'm sorry. That's my number five. Tumble awesome Dice. Let me choice. let me also say, it, for Bill and I playing, we're playing the first to a hundred wins. We're also not taking it very seriously. We're very yeah. angry when we play because it's like one of those games. It's like a screaming pillow game. Yeah, where, like something <laughs> happens and it's just like so laughable my that God like, damn. how did I knock my own off and not touch and yours? And where one. did it go? Yeah. It's so funny. Um, at that point, so Bill, if you go on Tumble and Dice, you look at the stats. Bill is the number one played. Yeah, on BGG. He's, he's number one. He's played the most. Oh if God. I was logging my plays, I think yeah, I would be three in there. <laughs> um, because 
I'm up 60 to 50 in our 100, so that's like, I don't have 110 plays lost. When's that time you guys played? Um, it's been a while. Yeah. Since, yeah. Not it's since been over, over a year, yeah. yeah okay. Um, my number five is a game that I don't know if will be on any of your lists, but it plays up to nine. Um, it's also a cooperative game, I which that. I like, called Mental Blocks. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot about Mental Blocks. Mental Blocks is a really cool game right. from Pandasaurus that uh, is is kind of a visual. Uh, everybody at the table has has a two-dimensional perspective. Um, perspective of a structure that everybody has to build together in a certain amount of time. And uh, you don't know what side you have, and you're kind of communicating. Uh, there's a little extra rules that you can throw in there, like someone might not be able to talk, or someone can only touch the triangle pieces, or the, or Love the that. black pieces, or whatever. And um, it, it creates these moments where you have to talk to each other. So if you have nine people, and, and some people don't know each other, and some people do, Everybody will talk. Everybody has to interact in order mm-hmm. to beat the game. And and it's just a really cool game. The pieces are cool. The foam's cool. It's just, and you're creating something and you're like, that's not my side. But you, I don't know. You're it's like it's, a, it's a really fun it There's moments in yeah. this game. And we played it at NerdFest a couple NerdFests yeah. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like the best, it was the best time. But there's moments in this game where just like a game like Ubongo, you're like, there's no way we can do this. Yeah, like this my, makes no what sense. What you're doing makes yeah. no sense with what I'm doing. And then when you finally click and you're like, oh my gosh, it, just, it does yeah. because of that. Oh, it's like the coolest like feeling. <laughs> yeah. What yeah, a, a great cool game. game and a great choice. That is a great game. All right, now what's your number four? All right, my number four is a game that I might have played more than like any other party game ever. It's called Insider. Insider. Ooh. Oh, man. Where do I want to be, Jeff? Yeah. Insider. Fun. <laughs> um, this game plays a lot of people <laughs> and it's basically just like almost like a... Yeah, 20 question questions. type right. game mm-hmm. where you're just like trying to guess something but some but it's got like a twist where somebody's the insider who's like trying to like help you along but not reveal who they are or else they'll lose and so you know if you end up being the insider you're kind of like that person where you're like oh my god like i like they're not getting it but i don't want them to know and you get all nervous and so it's really funny like seeing like different people be the insider because some people just do nothing, yeah, you know, because they don't know what to do, or yeah. some people are like so totally obvious, or you know, it's just, it's it's a very fun do party something. game, yeah. That I mean, the, the whole base of the game is just like trying to like guess a simple word like airplane by asking yes or no questions, but right. with that little twist of there being an insider, and it's awesome. It's really fun, and everyone we've ever introduced it to has really enjoyed it yep one thing i like about this game i'm just gonna keep talking yeah, everybody because yeah, go those are, are good mm-hmm. is that it, a lot of in these games where you have like a deduction or someone's uh someone knows something or someone's left out a lot of these games leave someone out like a spy fall or a chameleon mm-hmm. the person who doesn't have the card or it says doesn't like you're the, the insider they yeah. don't have the information so they're left out of i don't like those that games thing as much. so spy fall is you know you have that card and you ask questions about what's in the card and someone doesn't know where the hell everyone they are, has right? the information but you an insider, you have the extra piece of information. So you kind of feel more a part of the game, which I think will bring people who nons, who, nons yeah. maybe more into it because mm-hmm. you're either asking questions or you know. Right. You know, so. Yeah. 100%. Was that, I was going to I was gonna say a similar thing. It's a great <laughs> game. And, and this is another thing I think uh, party games, I would add to the BGG definition, is party games are, are usually doubling as great games to play with nons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, because of that light rule set and because of that, you know, party atmosphere, especially in a game like Mental Blocks where you are playing on a cooperative sort of level or insider yeah. where you're playing cooperatively. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, number four for me, man, I got to pick one of these now. <laughs> number four for me is a fantastic game and there's like nothing to it. And 
I remember when I bought this, I was like, there's no way this is going to be that fun, but it's really cheap, and I'll buy anything for $10, Jeff yeah, Madigan yeah, yeah. Uh, rule, and this is just a game about uh, throwing magnets at other magnets. Oh, you can yeah. even play this game with Richard Lyons. Oh Have I ever Whoa, told you guys you? I did that before? I don't know if you're allowed to, but you can. <laughs> yeah. And it's called Attraction. That's a good, good one. choice. I'm not sure if Attraction is available anymore. I think Hearts of Attraction might be. It's exactly the same game. There's just yeah. heart magnets instead right. of the other magnets. Or what's that other game that's like a different game, but it's, you can play Attraction with it, basically? Yeah, the one that we got a... from... Uh, Cluster. Cluster. From Sam Cluster. Yeah, yeah. If you, but you could buy Cluster if you can't get Attraction. It's exactly the same components, just those same, and even the same magnets. Mm-hmm. They're the identical same magnets you can use. So basically all that happens is you just put a bunch of magnets on the table, everyone takes one, and on your turn, you throw out your magnet and try to get that magnet to stick to other magnets. And you it would sounds, think it's yeah. be the easiest thing in the world but no they repel like crazy it's and great. you're just like oh and the best thing ever is when someone throws a magnet that's at the other end of the table from them and it's it, the momentum carries it off the table and then you can take your stack of magnets that you have and catch the magnets that fall off the yeah, table onto the your stack part. and then you get all those magnets for yourself and <laughs> if it's you like can the find, greatest feeling. If you can find this game, buy two copies yes. so the game lasts a little longer. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just that much more, more magnets. magnets. <laughs> if you have like a big enough table because yeah. if you have like a tiny table and there's a too then many magnets too then they, yeah. they'll, they'll all stick too easy but he's right. I would buy multiple copies. Yeah. Also, another reason to buy multiple copies is these magnets are hitting each other you know, and they'll chip. I've yeah. lost, I think, two or three magnets out of my couple yeah. sets. Yeah. I have. Right, because but, they chip. Yeah. You remember when we played at work and we went and played on that giant mm-hmm. conference table? It was yeah, like cool. huge. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Very cool game. That's my number four. Um, attraction. Jeff, what is your number four? My number four is Paranormal Detectives. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, do I love it's that game. Not yeah, a, it's not fun. a, it doesn't play a huge number, um, maybe six, but it, uh, it has two variations. You can play it competitively, you can play it cooperatively. And I think. You know, crime is popular. The theme is popular. <laughs> Super popular. It just says something like you're you're together trying to solve a mystery. One person can really take the lead in this game and be the ghost. Can I can, do that? Can, can, Ryan you're is it everything? He loves being the ghost. My favorite thing in the world. And what's great is if Ryan was playing at a work night and people don't know each other or they're not yeah. playing or this is your first time, Ryan can be the overly goofy one yeah. to get people into the game. Right. So you can take that role right. and kind of reel everybody in this game and make them have fun because Ryan's whispering one word or he's doing some weird act or he's yeah. drawing on my back. Yep. So you're doing all this fun stuff to try to figure out the the who, what, where, why, how of, of, of a crime. And there's right? camaraderie in the other players watching and, you know, like playfully ribbing the one player like what the hell yeah, did he what? just say and there's a camaraderie that happens in the group of players who aren't being that mm-hmm. and so to jeff's point i think that's a really good entry for a party game like this to play with nons or people some people you want like hey come on play this game with us the stress is low mm-hmm. the fun is super high yeah and we can all make fun of ryan as he goofily tries to pretend like he's caught on fire yeah you yeah. know it's great yeah, that's a that's an amazing choice. One of Thanks. my favorite newer games to come out in the last couple of years, yeah. by the way, Paranormal Detectives. Natalie, what's your number three? My number three is a game that we just couldn't not say <laughs> or talk about. It's one of the ultimate party I'll cross games. Cross it off my list now. Yeah, Monikers. Oh, shit, that was yeah. my number one. It was. It was. It could have been. Not yeah, anymore. I have like. I thought now. you said you weren't going to do it. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Oh, anyway, it's also gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Monikers. I mean, if you haven't heard of Monikers, it is like i said the ultimate party game uh-huh. it Agreed. is if you th- it's not i would basically say think of like cards against humanity type cards maybe not as like harsh and brash yeah not as like yeah. um shocking not as for, shocking for shock value sake. right but basically there's like just a bunch of random ass cards of random stuff like it could be like honey boo boo it could be like donald trump it could be mm-hmm. like um i don't know 
name some that yeah, are a butterfly just, fuck swing set yeah exactly oh. kegels like whatever yeah or like a priest or something like that and then it has like a little description of it because a lot of them it might just be like like a trending thing on the internet and you might not like remember or know what it is so there is like a little like guide summary of what it is and so there basically there's three rounds the first round you you have a group of people you pick everybody picks some cards you have a stack of cards right so you know what like a few of the cards are the first round you go through the cards you have teams you go through the cards and you can say anything you want um or you could even read the little synopsis and you get your team to try to guess you know as many cards as you can then you do that until the cards are gone you switch back and forth between the teams then in the second round you take that same stack of cards so you already know what all the cards are from the previous round and everybody has to do the same thing except you can only say one word and that's it to try to guess get your team to guess the card and then round three is like trying to like charades and you act out these cards and it is so freaking hilarious funny every seeking every Very funny yeah. every single time <laughs> like is it funny it's funny we've had this game for years and years they've come out with so many expansions um and we still get a kick out of playing it every time. Like we yeah. want to play it. We played it with Ben and M just recently. You know, mm-hmm. like I know, I know, like you've gotten like sick of it before if we played it like too much well, in a we, short period of time. We used to play it all. Yeah, but like the this time. is a game like I never get sick of. It's always but it's back. So funny. I'm, I'm into it again. Yeah, it's it is it's just great. a we classic. We have everything now. that's ever yeah. come yeah. out for it. So I have this huge box full of cards. So we'll never see once we the once same we played cards. it with Ben and M. That was Devin's first play, and Devin oh, was what? like, "I don't think I knew yeah. that." And I didn't Devin know was that like, either. "We need to, like, we need to." We no need wonder to buy she this was game. So I was like, "Okay, it. great." Okay. So I bought it, and then we brought it down and played uh, with uh, her best friend, our, our couple friend, when we went down for the Fourth of July and, and played monikers, just like the small base yeah, kind of box. Right. Yeah, That's and they had a blast, and they were like, "This is the most fun game I've ever played." It was like so fun. Yeah, so Devin's like, really, she wants to play it again. Yeah. I bought a couple of other expansions just to have more cards. She's pumped about playing it this weekend. Um, yes it's it's a that's it's a so really funny. fun one. it's oh, it's a great one to just add yeah and it's funny because like it almost like combines like a bunch of like classic party games like it reminds me of like taboo a little bit but then with some like charades and like i don't know it's, and again you're working on teams it's yes. it's competitive but not really you know right. it's, yep. it's fun like, nobody's getting mad at you because no. you like couldn't you know get us to guess it creates memories <laughs> it creates inside jokes right. laughs yeah. you know just that you'll remember so for funny. Yeah. We, there's right. there's plays of this game that i'll remember forever yes yeah. for oh, for sure um okay Great choice. Yeah. Number three for me is a game. I, this one kind of bends the rules of party game for the player count. It doesn't play a ton of people. However, you can combine copies, I think, and play a bunch more. But it's, this game really shines with, I think, four or five. I think it might play up to six, but I think it's four or five. And this game is called Happy Salmon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is so this fun. Is, um, <laughs> this game, I, how do you really, like encapsulate how fun this game is so essentially all you're doing is you're either slapping high five you're either doing fist bumps you're either uh switching cards around called the switcheroo or you are slapping the inside of the forearm of your <laughs> of someone else who's also slapping the inside of the of your forearm three times yep <laughs> slap, slap, slap. and there's something just absurd and hilarious about doing that and you're doing this all in a timer to try to run your hand out of cards before anyone else runs their hand out of cards and the best way to play this game is to not speak. I mean, you're you're gonna be like grunting and yeah. you know, but you can't speak, and that makes it so much more fun. That <laughs> when the last card runs out, you're like, ah, you know, yeah. if you win or if you it's lose, great. and it, yeah. you just want to play this game. This is Pringles, the board game, because you just want to like 
once you pop, you can't stop them. playing. You're just like round, <laughs> yeah. round, round, round. Until your next, arm next, is next, red. Next, next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and because of nerd games, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's so. a game I have multiple copies of. One to keep at school because yep. they just play it over and over and over again. The cards are like half bent. And, yeah, and, and I have yeah. one for like me, but. It's yeah. You can yeah. definitely combine them because the, yep. there's another edition that comes with different colors. Right. I have them both, and right. there's like yeah. pastel colors. I played in the that at one. like family like get-togethers and stuff because it's a game. Anybody it's a can. great icebreaker game. Yeah. When we first went over to Ben That's and M's right. for the first time the to first play game games with them, we played Happy Salmon first, and it just completely broke the ice. And then we all started kissing each other. It was like it was oh like you God. know we, everything Top. was great. Oh yeah, <laughs> that it was really great. Game. It was great. Natalie had to break me and Ben up after a while. Yeah. So that is my number three. Happy Salmon, fantastic game. Jeff, what is your number three? My number three is um, a game which has a few different versions called Dark Stories. Yes, um, that's a good one. Dark Stories is one that uh, you can play and it doesn't have to be game night. Um, it can be right. over you're, dinner. It can be just a hangout that you're playing, hangout, yeah. road trips. Might be you know. the best game in a car. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, and again, someone can take the lead on that. Um, and then... You know, because what it is is on the on the front of the card is just a sentence, and then on the back of the card is a story, and everybody else is asking yes or no questions to the person that has the card, and they're trying to figure out the story. A lot of them are darkly themed stories, so they're yeah. like murder or death or stealing or whatever. Um, but it's it's just fun. Again, you're coming together to ask questions, try to go like, how can this person die, but or not die, but they fall out the window, or you know, you you, you create these funny and these stories are insane. Yeah, right? they're crazy. Let me give an example. A man lived in a solitary structure. He woke up in the morning, turned on the radio, and then threw himself into the ocean, killing himself. Yeah. Like, and then why? I say, what happened? Yeah. And it's everyone's job to just ask me yes or no questions yep. to figure out what happened. You don't know, because you're not going to know from that. Yeah. Like, but but you, so you're going to ask questions like, okay, a solitary. Like, did he do it on purpose? Yeah. Did he, right. You know, yes, he did it on purpose. Was it was it at night? Um, no, it was in the morning. Okay. Did he, did he see something? No. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah. Right. You know, it's so it's like, like, yeah, like that. that. The sol- right. Like, like huh, he said, a solitary dwelling. Yeah. What was kind he of, depressed? What or, kind of yeah, solitary like, dwelling? Like, was it? Yeah, you did know, he live he, alone? Was yeah. it a house? Yes. Right. Was no. It, yeah. In the yeah, middle of right. nowhere. Yeah. Yes. Cool. And you try, and then you eventually whittle down to the answer. When you get it, it's really satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. And what it's fun. fun. It's something game. that can just be played casually or over the course of like an hour, right? Where you're just like, you do something, and then you go back to talking, and you're like, all right, what happened to this guy again? Let's, you know. Yeah. So that's a good example. The first person that does it like kind of puts the card away and the next time you play it somebody else in the group will probably be like can i read the card can yeah. i do the yeah, yeah. yeah. i was it I was like a, that. we went remember we went to the parker's house one time for yep. a party we, just and we played didn't that know the entire night. we didn't know a lot of the people there and we just like brought it out and everybody in the entire, the entire house party. was involved yeah, and great. they were like that was so great thank you for doing yeah, that yeah it was cool and you we, said you're welcome yeah i was like <laughs> yeah that's right it's why you bring me yeah, to that party. No. so we would do at work game nights we would just be like i'd be like i'm gonna read this just periodically throughout the game night, let's try to figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's super mm-hmm. cool. Um, okay. Uh, was that, that was number three. Yeah. Three. Natalie, what was your number two? My number two. Oh, wow. That's really good. <laughs> My number two. <laughs> I'm just excited. These games are really fun. They are. Okay. They are. Um, I feel like I'm going to take this from somebody's list, but oh well. I'm That's first. all you've been doing. So, fine. <laughs> okay. Number right, my number two is... Code names. Code names. I mean, code names do what? Code names yeah. is like right up there with monikers. It's just like a quintessential, right? Quintessential. Never gets old. Always fun. It's not quite Everybody a game loves it. Essential. Not Everybody quite. can yeah. like maybe get into that game. Like I feel like people now who aren't gamers, like they've bought it from Target. Like they, if anybody knows what any of the games in our collection, who's a non, they know code they might names. Might know code names. Yeah. You know that game has broken 
barriers that, yeah. for nons, for people who play games. I feel like it's just yeah. as popular as it was when it came out. Special like, game. Ugh. Very special game. I'm going to take what Ryan funny. has to say, but that game can make you feel so smart and creative yes. in a yes. moment. where and, th- and it's really, really satisfying. Oh, and you're like, so good. I just created four cards that connect together. Yeah. Yep. And then you might think you're a fucking genius. And the other person's like, I, I don't what know you what talk? you're talking right, about. You think no. And then when you explain they're it, they're like, oh, the or you explain yeah. it, and they're like, what are what you, are you yeah. saying? It's, I've had more of those moments where they're like, no, that doesn't, yeah. I would never have thought that. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like yeah, the best part too is like when you're giving the clues and like I've been, I've played before like my cousins and like, like, I'm giving the clue, and then there's two two other people who are trying to guess it, and like one of them's like spot on, yeah. and the other one's just like, no, you're totally wrong. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you yeah. can't say anything, and yeah. I'm like, go with him, go with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna mix some things up. Okay, so for in- I haven't said this out loud, but I have not. I'm purposefully not including these Game Casters Essentials games. If you guys want to, that's fine. Yeah, I've kind of left but, them. Yeah, I have yeah, Strike I and just one, and off yeah. of right. off of the list. You know here. how much we love those. Yeah, love we those. love those games. Those are also party games that could easily be on these lists, mm-hmm. right? So number two for me, <coughs> I am going to go with a game that was the hit of a nerd fest multiple years ago. I just picked it up. I was like, we're going to Nerdfest. I want to get a new game. And I was like, oh, Richard Garfield. Okay, I know him. And I got his game. This game was called Hive Mind. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I cannot believe that was the most played game of that Nerdfest. It was, man, is it stupid simple. It's like, mm-hmm. you always say it's like the reverse Scategories. version of Scattergories. And I loved Scattergories so, growing up. So in this game, it's <laughs> it's called Hive Mind, and the name of, the game is in the name. You just basically get a card, and it says, like, name three um, kitchen Name three kitchen items. Items found in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Three yeah. of them. And you're like, fork, spoon, knife. Got it, boom. And yeah. you write them down. You want everyone else to guess the same things as you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, you're you're like, this is there's these are the only three that could right. possibly yes. exist. So someone else is and like, stove, dishwasher, like, fridge. Uh, yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. toaster. How did you not microwave, write down refrigerator? Yeah. Refrigerator. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my God. What, what an idiot. How <laughs> dumb am I? And it is so much fun because... This is one of those games, and a lot of party games have this, where the game part doesn't really matter so much. It's just fun as fuck playing it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah, the person, the one person who got the least points goes down towards the hive, and if they get out of the hive, they yeah, lose, everyone else wins. It's the means, who right? Cares? It's the, it's yeah. the, the yeah. play. Right. Fun. This yeah. game is like just so much fun to go through and play, to think of these things, and we played it over and over and over and over and over yeah. and over again. And it's really, really it's good. A good pickup. I bought yeah. it for my students. They love it. I play oh, it a lot. Yeah. Right. Fantastic game. That's my number two, Hive Mind. It's Jeff, a really good two? one. I can't believe I didn't write that down. Mm. My number two is one. a yelling, screaming game uh, with a bell called Pit. Pit. Oh, yes. Um, That's a great game for two, right? Pit's an old ass game, man. <laughs> really Pit's one of the oldest. Yes, Pit's an old one. An old one. Uh, may, okay, not one of the oldest. Not like Go. But it's an old one. <laughs> it's an old yeah, game in terms of like the games that we talk about. This game is old. It is a classic um, party game. I think it's Yeah, you know, I don't know yeah. if the is the bell that you have from <laughs> the, from the one yeah. with yep. Yeah, you don't have to have that. You can just yell. Yeah, you can um, just be like, I cornered the market. But man, on dicks. Yeah. The, the, this game just and geeks. I think yeah. it yeah. That's what I said. It's not very good um, with two players. Yeah. Does it play seven, eight, something like that? Maybe I think six, it six to eight. But it's it's just yeah, it it's yelling, it's at the end of it, you take a deep breath and you debrief from that game that you yep. just played, yeah. where you were trying to trade things. And holy shit, nineteen oh three, man! What nineteen? No. That's how many players? No, <laughs> it plays that's... up to eight. Yeah, it has the original. It has the original um, production date of nineteen oh three. And this is probably a ten dollar game. You could probably pick this up. Yeah. And I think, again, it's a gr- if you're if you're a hardcore gamer 
end the night with it, begin the night with it. If you're just looking to have fun with family or yes. like a, a bunch of nons, Pit is a, a great one Very to bring out. Great and people yelly like it. game. Yeah, yep. we played it. So we were just on uh, vacation with the kids, and we were staying in an Airbnb where like they were there was like signs all over the place like keep the noise level down, the people below yeah, you right. can hear you, blah blah blah. And so we're like, let's play Pit. Yeah, we're oh, telling the kids we're like, we're like, we can't be too loud. You're gonna want to yell, but we can't. You know? Yep, we two, can't be too loud. Yeah. No, <laughs> three, three. It's really be louder so than someone fun. else because you want to trade your yeah, two, not right, their two. Right, right. You want me to hear you? Play it with a cowbell instead of a. a Finger bell? Ryan oh, right. Yes. That's right. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That's so funny. That's All right. Funny. We've come to number one. Number, number one. one. I don't even know if I have one now. Okay. So this <laughs> might be my favorite party game out of all of them. Wait a minute. Ever. Uh, can you guess what it is? Um, Do you want to guess? Have I played it? Yes, we've all played it. This is your favorite party game out of I, all of them? I was writing it down. I kind of thought like, it was you know monikers. I, I did too. I think this is my favorite. No. Hold on. I, I want to see if I Oh, Twister. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, it's none of these I think I've written down. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have it written down either. Wow. I, I'm very Am interested I stumping to hear. you? I think you yeah. might be. What is it? It's medium. Oh okay. oh, okay. I mean, I have written down. I do have medium I didn't written think down. Okay, it would be. Yeah. Wow. Oh man, I really like medium. Wow. It's funny. Um, Chris Wilson, CP Wilson. Yep. He posted a story the other day of them playing medium, and I was just like, Oh my I god, missed that I game. Love this game. Give me it that is really game. fun. That's another yeah, memory I mean, creating game. Yes. So many funny memories. You have to like get creative. Um, it's got like a mix of all a bunch of like other kind of things we talked about, like has it's really funny. Has a lot of memories. You got to like get creative, like coming up with something that connects two words together but is also the same thing that someone else is thinking i like the fact that you have like kind of like two teams the players on either side of you so you kind of have like two chances to like to win i guess yeah you know or to be in the game it's got that castle or uh between two cities kind of aspect yeah. of it for scoring yeah it's just uh, which is interesting I've it is really, really fun. wow i did game. not know that was your favorite party yeah game. i mean i'm not saying by like well, which, I, you don't have to well, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, I cannot believe awesome. it. Wow. Really? That's crazy. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yes. Awesome. That's a great choice. And then yeah. Mr. Measles wanted us to make this list, and he knows how fun that game is. <laughs> Mr. Measles. <laughs> Mr. Measles. If Mr. Measles ever gets mean, it's in that game. Oh my so gosh. it's like my turn or whatever, and I'm with somebody else, and he's like, there's only one choice. Yeah. And like, I say uh, a word, and he's like, no, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. it. Oh, okay. no. Uh, <laughs> he can solve chemistry problems really fast. Yeah, he can. All right. Number one for me is really on my honorable mentions list because they've all been said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <clears throat> that's okay. I like that we're saying games that maybe not everyone's heard of. Yeah, me This too. game we've said before on uh, some different lists before. Uh, it's a weird named game, and it's a card game about getting uh, only like five cards in a particular row before Ooh. you get screwed. It's called Six Nimit. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Six Nimit. Or Six Nimit. Um, this is a game that when I first played it, I was like, I don't get it. I, not that I didn't understand it. I was just like, what? what? What's that? This isn't that fun. Yeah. That's how I felt. I was like, I don't think this is that fun. And so I ranked it like a 7.5 in Board Game Geek, gave it a little comment, and was like, whatever. And then I don't know if I was with Bill at a game night or like a party or something, and we played it again. And it was so fun. It's, it's really fun. I was like, this is so, I'm having the <laughs> best time. And I was like, 
I went from like I don't really care about this game until I think I need to own it now. Yeah. And yeah. I bought it right away. And every pretty much every time we've played it, it's been yeah. fantastic. Yep. And I think part of the fun of this is the fact that you have no freaking clue what anyone else is gonna do. Yeah, you, you almost play a like, card and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going up there. You flip it over and you're like, There's three cards in front of me. Oh my god, now I'm screwed and I have to take the whole row. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. god, I just went from like getting my dumping my hand out to now I take twenty points. You can <laughs> go lose. from like completely underthinking and be like, I'm just gonna grab this mm-hmm. to completely overthinking and just being like frozen and be like Oh, yeah. Well, what if everybody plays this and whatever right. plays that? And then <laughs> yeah. this. But you could also you can just play the game, right? You could just you could literally just pick a card and do kind of just as well. But like the the planning of that game is so fun. It is so fun to be like I'm only one off. Yeah, I'm getting, I got this. No one has nope. a six. Nobody. Ryan, you got a fucking <laughs> right. six? Are you kidding me? Now I <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's that those moments are yep. so great. Where sometimes and then it sometimes snowballs and I don't really care. You don't really care some, when no. you lose that game. Yeah, but sometimes it snowballs. You're like, I took that row and then I take the yep. next one I and then this. I got fifty points. I just got eight I got, points yeah. and I lose and the game's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's funny. It's a funny, funny game and one that I really enjoy a lot more than I did earlier on, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So that's my number one, Six Nimit. Jeff, what about you, man? My number Come one is probably a game that takes the the right group. Um, it's probably more of a game where you want to know everyone in there and maybe feel comfortable with everybody in there. Uh, this is called The Resistance. Um, or Avalon, The Resistance, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, it's more likely you're going to get Avalon because The Resistance, I think, not, the original print is... Do you not like, find that anymore? Um, I think the original one, the gray box yeah. one, I don't know if you can buy that anymore. I think basically you're you're buying Avalon. Yeah. So Avalon the Resistance. I mean it might be the yeah, colon the, the resistance. But for a time that was my favorite game of all time. It's it's Number amazingly one. fun. It's created memories that we still talk about ten years later after we started playing it. Maybe not ten, but you get it. And <laughs> but I do think it's something that you you probably want a group that knows each other. Yeah. Um it's not great to just bring to like a bunch of nons house. But when you get not everyone will like this game. Yeah, because yeah, when you but when you get the action. right group and you like have these conversations of who is lying to you and you're trying to deceit and you're like sweating internally and you're trying to be cool on the outside or talk somebody into something, that can create so much fun and so much anxiety, but in that good way of like yeah. oh okay, we gotta play again. Yep. I can't believe Ryan just talked Dave into that bullshit. That was again. the greatest play of anything I can't believe ever. He did it. That was so, <laughs> so great. And, and then he's like, we got to rack it again. Let's yep. play it again. And go again. And and then you have these things like, Ryan's always the bad guy. Why yeah. would we ever? You know, and you get these like, <laughs> yeah. and then when you play with the same group, you maybe start to get each other's tell. So it's it's a cool game. Again, probably not one you just bring to every event, but it's it's definitely one of my top Yeah, I feel like, like if games. people like it, it's the best. I've played a ton of social deduction games. I always come back to this one. Yeah. The Resistance or Avalon, mm-hmm. I agree with you. And I would say, I mean, I know Natalie doesn't like this game very much at all, but it might be it might be a fun game to try next week. I'm, I'm in. I'd give yeah. it we have seven chance. people. Yeah, it's been could, years. Seven's yeah, like and a it perfect number. It doesn't take that long, yeah. so if you hate it, we'll just, we just no, scrap seven's it. Seven's like yeah. a great number for so it, So that, wait, do you guys want to talk about honorable mentions yes. real quick? <laughs> all right, before you say something, I'm going to get mine out. Okay, go So ahead. I honorable mentions, for me, I have Anomia. Yes. Which is another very yes. stressful, very like, fun. yelly game. Illusion, Illusion. Oh, tricks yeah, my illusions. That. Uh, that's a that's a really uh, a good, it's kind of more of like a filler party game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we've played Illusion a ton of times when it's like we're waiting for Kevin to get here. Um, let's you know we got the game set up, but we can play Illusion on the side while we're waiting. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really really fun. Uh, no objects. I has a, got, objects, gotten kind yeah. of a resurgence. No objects. Yeah, lately. <laughs> yeah, and that was that's a really fun game. Team three. Yeah, Team the three. first few times we played that, especially with multiple copies, really really Great. good stuff. Pictures almost appeared on my list. That's kind of more like 
it kind of breaks the definition a little yeah. bit of a party game, but I still kind of consider it that. Yeah, I think it's party. The fi- the five players kind of steered me away yeah. from it a little bit, but yeah, yeah I think it's right. totally the a party. Player I, count, I think it fits in that category. But I felt like I was like, well, if I'm if I'm throwing Happy Salmon in, I guess I could I could potentially throw pictures yeah. in. Um, Stay Cool is another one I had on my honorable mentions. That first game we played of Stay Cool was so incredibly awesome. Mm-hmm. And then my last one on the honorable mentions is Wavelength, Ooh. Yeah. which is a which is a pretty fun game. Wavelength was probably like my number six. Okay, what you got? I really like Wavelength. Um, I also, besides what you said, Decrypto, oh, yeah. um, Pictionary Air, A Fake Artist Goes to New York. That's a good one. Um, I also had Anomia and um, Unusual Suspects. Oh, right. That oh, game is so funny. Yeah, Janelle, I, so I gave that to Janelle. I think that she said that was her most played game of 2020. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think that's pretty much it's it. It's just hilarious. I said like other ones, like Outbursts and Twister and categories, but. Twister. Mm-hmm. He's a Twitter. Jeff, what about you? Any honorable mentions? Uh, a couple. I had the Chameleon, uh, right. which my students really like. Uh, I think games like Skull King would be really fun. Yeah. Uh, again, in a party with the right group. I also right. had Wavelength. I had two rooms and a boom for huge groups. Um, ten to ten plus for two rooms and a boom. Anything lower than that doesn't really make sense. Even it. Letter Jam, it probably in like a smart party group. Yes, yeah, smart play, like, party. Kind of a mm-hmm. smart party. Like smarty party. Um, concept yeah. is another pretty good one if you like. Sort yeah, of yeah. The, concept is cool. Good. Yeah. So that's, then, that's another game you don't care about the score. Right. Yeah, you Concept just play. Know, play. None of us have ever played this, I don't think, but like a lot of people like Secret Hitler. It's yeah. similar, I think it's based on existence. I would okay. rather play Avalon, I think. Gotcha. Than, Secret so that's got, yeah. gonna do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts serve as the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. I have removed the line about the Board Game Geek Guild because Natalie doesn't join it anyway. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon now. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There is also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway Gear. So head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash merch. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. We are streaming tonight. And you'll be hearing this episode before, hopefully, because it's going to be releasing today. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to The Game Casters. Good night, everybody. Hey, 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 that's me. What the fuck? Try that, Natalie. Just like that if you can. Seriously. Hey, 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 that's me. What the fuck? That was good. (laughs) All right, I like that. All right, Jeff, you do it. You want me to do that one? Yeah. Hey, 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 look at me. What the fuck? Perfect.